beat my ass, I want you to try it. I was so. Yo, confused. Julie, please, 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 Julie, Julie, Julie. Julie one sec, because you know what? Because I haven't known you for long, but I care about you, and I don't want you. Don't please don't run out here and fight nobody with a fur coat on. You, please don't, because you don't know how they roll. Like no, bro. But yeah. This niggas on roofs. Yeah, for sure. We don't know what that means. There is just, there is just a lot of absolute nonsense. A very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. Please do not forget to follow us at ALWPod on Instagram. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Today, Keon, take it away since you guys have such a great rapport. All right, all right. Today, we have a very old friend of mine. Her name is Julia. We have some work history together. We shared a job together. Mm -hmm. She is so graciously come to the podcast to talk about herself and the things that she's going through. We love, we love the energy so far. We love the energy. We love the energy. She came in here. Doesn't seem like you've changed a bit. And I love that. Her brown skin is shining brightly. Shining. It's, it's it's crazy. She's got the gold accents just to to get it popping a little bit more. Absolutely. Um, so I I feel like we should start with how this came to be first, but what what did you have to say? No, 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 no. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so, First of all, Julia has a really, really dope food blog that yep. is run through her Instagram. I'm not sure if you're on anything else. Not yet. Okay, not Working yet. On those. Um, it's called Lunch with Leah. I would, I would, I would, I would please, please do yourself a favor. Follow her on Instagram on at Instagram. Lunch with L I Y A. Yes. Do yourself a favor. Um, I think she's doing her thing out here, and I saw that. I I had considered reaching out to you to come to this pod, and I didn't at first. And not because I didn't want you to. I just hadn't really gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. Procrastination. We just talked about that. <laughs> yes. Um, but randomly, Earl hit me up mm-hmm. and was like, who is this? You know, I'm seeing all this food. Mm-hmm. This this You know, she's doing a great job. Like, who is this? It was something along the lines of who is this beautiful brown skin queen well, or yes. something like that that runs this food blog. And that we follow because I didn't follow this person. Like, yeah. I don't know who this person is. Yeah. And I was like, I was <clears> like, that's Julia. I was like, I used to work with her a long time ago at Stride Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I, I considered the same thing. I just hadn't really reached out to her yet. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And here we are. So thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you thank you. Thank you for coming and doing this because you didn't have to do this. Nah, yeah. What made you want to come do this? Well, I've known Keon for so long that when he reached out to me, I was excited. I was like, yeah, I want to see you. I want to talk to you. I want to know what's going on with you. And I'd love the opportunity to be on a podcast with, you know, two black men doing it. I feel like I see so many podcasts where, first of all, the men are trash. Yo, let's go. Let's the do it. The men be trash. Tell me about it. They really say the most crazy things. I feel like people get mics and all of a sudden all the trash that they've been holding in is just ready to spew out, you know? Mm-hmm. It'd be people with like really bad takes on everything that have podcasts. But I went through your page <laughs> and you guys actually bring up insightful things. You guys both seem to have like very clear minds and you're very. Like you said in the beginning, like the God in me sees the God in you. You have such a like clear aura when you speak, both of you guys, that it was 
interesting to me and i was like okay i, I do want to be part of that yeah okay yeah we I'm, appreciate I'm with that. that. yeah 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 for sure I'm, I'm with that. that that was that was those are awesome flowers i mean you got to set yourself apart you know what i'm saying you set yourself apart in the food uh the food i don't know food industry food blog game well i don't know what you call it exactly we trying to set ourselves yeah. apart in the podcast game you know and it's it's a lot of stuff out there that's just the same, right? Like we, you know, me and you, we've looked at pods, all you know, different pods, and looking at people like, Man, what are these people talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, and you probably see all the all the pods you're probably looking at. It's a bunch of guys, probably you know, with bad takes, trashing women, talking about sports, and you know, <laughs> it's yeah. All, I mean, what is like? Is there anything specific that comes to mind? Like, what 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 are you seeing that you don't like? Like when you say trash. What are you, what, is it just like, just not well thought out ideas or is it specifically the content you don't like? Both. I think that a lot of times, you know, if somebody asks me about, you know, what do you feel about X, Y, and Z? I have no ego in me that'll sit here and talk about something I'm not really well educated on. Mm-hmm. I'll rather step back and be like, honestly, I don't know enough about that to give it, you an opinion, but you know, hope you have okay. a great day or right. whatever. A lot of these people don't have those boundaries. Like I've seen so many times where they're just saying things just to say them, yeah. not accurately, mm-hmm. not actually making much sense. I feel like people have the moment to kind of speak what's on their mind and they want it to fit in this box so bad that they'll go through every single little route to kind of try to cram it in there. And it's like, it's not the right shape. It's not the right size. It doesn't mm. make sense. It doesn't fit here. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they'll go ahead and let those voices out anyway. And it's so... It's boring. It's tired. It's annoying. Mm, you know, mm. it's tired. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. Like, I feel like quarantine made these men way too bored. <laughs> way too bored. A lot of them must have had their job shut down. And it's not just men. Yeah. Y'all yeah, was like, oh, There's man, this too. is getting rough. <laughs> you know, it was women, too. I feel like it's been a lot of people who just but there's been a lot of great things that came out of quarantine. Yeah. I feel like people are at home and, you know, their creativity was just running wild because they had nothing else to do. And it's like, well, this is a great time to put time into my craft because I'm not at work or I'm not at school or whatever the case is. So I have all this free time to do what my soul actually wants to be doing. So yeah. this podcast started in quarantine. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, there is, there is something to say about that is sitting around and having the time to, to figure things out. I mean, we just talked about, <laughs> I mean, this is a, a funny example, but you not getting haircuts as often as you did. And and this is yep. a lot of people, a lot yep. of people not getting haircuts yep. as often as they did. Oh, oh Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Oh, cause yeah, you had uh, yeah. you had you know, it? The fa- it kind of a fade, right? It was oh, like a fade. It was a ball fade. A at the ball fade. It was like was <laughs> spiky. It was shorter than yours. You wasn't trying to say it. I mean, I wasn't sure if it. I don't. I, I didn't quite remember if it was like bald, bald, or if it was just like something that I would get. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was getting shorter and shorter every few months. It was just getting closer and closer to my skin. I feel like my barber wanted me to look a certain way, and he was like edging me closer and closer to it. Cause he'd be like, "Oh, let's get a little shorter." I'm like, "Well, let's not do that." But then I'm done with the cut, and I look in the mirror, and I'm like, "I think this that's is a little short." Let me ask you, let me yeah. ask you a question. Um, what's the atmosphere like in your barber shop? And I and I want to ask just I don't get I don't get to ask a lot of women, mm-hmm. you know, what the atmosphere is like in the barber shop because when I go, it's mostly guys in there. What's what's okay. going on in there? Do you like to talk to your barber? Yeah, I love. Are you are you his friend? I would consider myself his friend. Okay. He's probably like mm, almost twenty years older than me. Probably twenty years older than me. Okay. But he's so funny and so cool and so chill. You know what I mean? Like I would talk to him in the barbershop, outside of the barbershop. Like, okay. We have each other on Instagram. Okay. Like, personal Instagram. Oh yeah. Cool. Like, cool. Like, oh yeah. He's such a cool guy. Like he was just <laughs> personal Instagrams that other people in her life don't get access to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
I'll be listen, it's me asking right for my Instagram and I really don't want them to have it. I'll give them lunch with Leah real quick. But you know, if I do want them to have it, I'll give them my real Instagram because why not? But you know, he was real he and he was before lunch with Leah too, but either way, he was so cool, like and so chill. And honestly, I wouldn't even call him like a dad, even though he's like twenty years older than me. He could have mm-hmm. been my dad, but mm-hmm. I would see he was like more like an older brother and I don't have like a biological older brother. Mm-hmm. So he was like that. Like he would like, you know, listen, because I wasn't going to the hair. What's he, what's he, what's he doing for you? I, I didn't have a hairdresser. And, you know, the ladies who do my nails, they don't really speak a lot of English. So I feel like I would come to him and I'd be venting to him like, oh, yeah, you have an idea. This guy did this and this and this. He'd be like, listen, this is what you're going to do. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're going to tell him this. You're going to act like this. You're going to move like this. Like, mm. and he just always put me on game. Okay. Do you, all right. <laughs> Is he toxic at all? Like, cause just yeah. like the sort of the flavor that you said, listen, this is what we gonna do. It seemed like y'all were coming with like a vengeance. No, that was me. Oh no, I was definitely a bad person at that point. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. So, I okay. was a villain. Like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, like, what are you? How, what are you doing to these people? I don't know. I was terrible. Like, I feel like when I started getting my haircuts, I was like at the end of a relationship that was really bad. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That ended, and I feel like after that, it was just like villain mode. It was oh. like, this is a great time to let loose. Did you cut your hair to like refresh, or is that something you wanted to do? No. Anyways, it was something I wanted to do anyways. Like, I was okay. always cutting my hair little by little by little. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because it was just I loved doing it. I don't know something about it. I do feel like there is something very freeing about a cut because I love cutting my hair. It felt so good. It's just, I don't know, just that fresh cut and seeing that blunt, like, it does something to you. It makes you excited. It makes you feel like, I know you see that. You know I what can I'm dig saying? it. it I can you, dig you it. You can see that. And so I was getting my haircuts while I was still in that relationship, but I just wanted a new thing. And I felt like, honestly, part of it was just like a moment. I was driving to my cousin's house. She does hair. So I was going there to get my hair braided. I had the braiding hair in the passenger seat. I saw a barbershop. And I'm like, oh, I know people from Instagram who go to that barbershop. Pulled in. And I'm like, yeah, we can just cut all this off. Mm, just on a whim. Yeah, that was it. I pulled oh, up yeah. And I did that. And then, you know, he cut my hair off and I got back in the car. And I was like laughing and crying at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> it was like a Britney Spears moment. I'm like, mm, don't know why I did that. And I drove to her house. I'm like, so what do we do now? And she's just like, well, you're bald. So there's nothing we're going to do. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's nothing we're going to do. And literally, she was just like, I guess she's my cousin. So she's like, yeah, don't tell your mom you came here because I do not want her thinking that this was my idea. My mom was so pissed. <laughs> she was so Damn. upset about him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like a lot of Africans, I feel like are very, not stereotypical, but like they have like very certain ideas of how women are, how men are. It's mm-hmm. the reason why a lot of them do not like their sons to have like long hair or earrings. They're mm-hmm. like, that's very women-like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's mm-hmm. the reason why they don't always like their girls to have short hair. They're like, it's kind of masculine. So my mom was very much like, oh, your hair was so pretty. It's so nice. Why would you do this? And I was like, because I don't care. That's why. And so that was what that was. Stepping out the boundaries. I was just speaking to a a Congolese friend of mine, and he was telling me that like his, his cousins, women, they have been just scouring the country and another country. Actually, like three different countries trying mm. to find like a man. Mm. And I thought that that was a very, very, because, you know, to him, it's just like, it's nonchalant. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is what happens. Like, you try to find someone yeah. and depending upon where you are, they're going to give you a certain amount of goats or sheep or yeah. cow or something like that. Or just the equivalent in money yeah. as it's sort of an offering or some sort mm-hmm. of like good faith. Yeah. Which is, I guess, what we would just do with the ring for Pretty the most much. part. Actually, you're right. Right. 
Um, and I just thought that that was extremely interesting. So when you're talking about like these, these cultural traditions and things like that, I'm like, man, like, I don't, like, I don't know anyone that's just like, that is, well, I mean, you know, some people, but it being so much of a mission that you're willing to, you know, like uproot yourself, go to a different state, go to Canada, go back to Africa, try Mm -hmm. to find people in Africa just to come to some understanding that. These men are now only talking to you because they're trying to find a way back to America with you. Oh. Right? Like it's just a it's very, very interesting. Do so. they know of these men before they go there? Or is it literally like a shot in the dark? Like we're gonna get here and maybe we'll find something, maybe we won't? Yeah, it's it's a lot of that. There's WhatsApp, you know, people find each other on like uh-huh. on like social media and stuff Got like you. that. Yeah, but it's uh Wow. Yeah. So interesting, interesting little cultural things, but yeah, I mean, I, she, I'm, I, I could, I, I feel like I, I can't see it. The bond. I, yeah, I'm trying to find like because you know it's hard to see people's like head shapes, mm-hmm. but if your head shape is circular, like is it mm-hmm. is it pretty round? I think it's pretty round. I think it's very then much then that would work. Then yeah. that would that I, would work though. I thought it looked good. Oh, okay. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I miss it actually. I miss it a lot. Mm. But I've been growing it for two years now. I'm just like, dang, I'm not really going to give up over again. Like, I feel like <laughs> literally my birthday just passed. And I was like, you know what? Like, I wanted my hair to be done. My hair's not done. My birthday's in two days. My brunch is tomorrow. Yeah, Should you was living last week. Oh, listen. <laughs> I was out every day for 10 days straight doing something with somebody or somebody's. It was a lot. Was your Was your dinner taken care of each night? Absolutely. Absolutely. I ain't mad at you. We're going we're gonna, you know you already know we getting into that. We <laughs> okay. we we are going to get, get in. Were you able to do any any like get any footage of those nights? Like were you getting footage like all those nights or were some of those Not just more personal? Nights. Okay. I feel like for one, like I'm single, I'm dating. I feel like I didn't want to always shoot everything because I'm like, mm, we don't need it. Everybody to know about this. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's certain times I'm like, you know, let me just get the food and I know, you know, you'll see maybe a shirt or whatever the case is, but I'm like the only person who's gonna know is different people every time. Is going to be the person who's with me, right? Like, yeah. okay, that was me, and I know that's not me. Right, Don't you. you it, you right. know what I mean? Right, right. But Got generally you. speaking, I feel like the footage was very much a. Damn, yo, man, these um, these like these Instagram games, man, that people (laughs) like these little like mysterious little shots and stuff. (laughs) Because honestly, I feel like I don't know. I feel like guys be getting scared. Like I feel like they are afraid of competition. Sometimes I I feel like there's two types. I feel like it's always the extreme. The guys who really don't care at all, or the guys who will be like. Oh, you know, like, I really don't care. Like, I don't care mm-hmm. who else is out there for you. Like, I'm going to jump in the race. Okay. Maybe the other ones who were like, well, I saw you out with a guy the other day. What's up with that? So, like, we're, oh, damn. Who's damn. that? Right. Oh, y'all serious? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, honestly, you'd be surprised. That is, yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm yeah. sorry. That's rough. That's is the uh, is 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 the dating pool really, is it trashy these days? Oh, let me tell you. It's a cesspool. It's terrible. Ooh, man. It's bad. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, like... Do, let, let's do it. Why. I okay, like- okay, please. Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I need to know why, because I hear this so often, yeah. and no <laughs> one can ever really tell me why. All they can really tell me is that everyone else in the world sucks and they're great. That's all I ever hear. I don't think <laughs> it's just that. I feel like there's all so many, so many different things going on. Like, there's the people who are... I think it's the age range. And I feel like we're just in a place where we're trying to make it for ourselves so badly that a lot of times it's hard to fit someone else in there. For me, I would say like like within the dating pool that I'm in right now, right? 
there's the guys who are hella cheap. And somebody like me, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I make enough money to take care of my bills and take care of everything I want outside of that. You know, I'm not going to see how, I'm not going to go out and buy a Birkin. You know what I'm saying? I don't got Birkin money, but I, <laughs> but I have what I need. Do you know what a Birkin um, is? It's a bag, right? Oh, okay. It is. Yeah. I just, nah, cause you be, you be out the loop. I don't know I, if you I know. Heard, I heard, uh, <laughs> what's, what's the dude, um. Baby? That be singing. Nah, it's not even little baby. It's like a little uh, singing dude. Oh, that, uh No, no, <laughs> this is a boogie. A boogie. What? I heard a boogie say Birkin or whatever at a point in time. Okay. I know I sound crazy right now. <laughs> I don't know anything about Birkin. I don't know anything about anything that's like a high class or any of that. You see what I got on right now. So. Hey, like go with it. I mean, I'm out here wearing a whole like four dollar legging, so we're good. Hey, we not we not judging. This you is a pace nah, of no yeah, judgment. Nah, I mean, yeah, you you the one in here that's doing it. No, right now. I mean, right. and you know, I don't even usually dress like this during quarantine. I got mad comfortable. Same. Like you look at look at any of the like previous 25 podcast videos i'm in a hoodie and some sweatpants and some north face slippers a thousand percent but i'm trying to get back into a mode of where i'm actually wearing jeans and you know shirts and shoot in like regular just trying shoes. to put a little bit more thought into yeah like i you know like because i'm just trying to i'm just you know like i used to i used to put clothes on like i'm trying to <laughs> let me tell you i used to put you. clothes no, on no, he's telling the truth keon used to pull up be ready for a date you know what i'm saying and be like should i wear this shirt or this shirt at work okay we worked in the mall so yeah. he'd go out and shop on his lunch break or not even on the lunch break sometimes just walk around and go get something be like should i wear this one or this one and wait this is wait you said this was strider yeah in, yeah. in fair Oaks. Oaks. so yeah. i was across the, yeah, the whole at tia Von, at oh, oh really do you yeah. remember he worked across the hall. I, I don't. I don't. I, I, don't I don't think we it's ever not, met. We, we probably did though, because I used to go to Tivana all the time, and there was always you, remember yeah. there was always people who would bring us free teas all the time. Remember? Then I had to because the manager over there was like a she was some sort of. I mean, this is gonna sound terrible. Was your hair of, short then? What was your hair short then? No. Nah, oh. she used to have the braids and shit. Yeah. back mm, then. Okay. But yeah, anyways, he worked at Tiavana right across the hall for a period of time. I don't know if you were there after I left Stride or not, but um but yeah. I don't know. I worked there for like a few months because yeah. it was it was pretty Yeah, you got paid minimum wage and then it was commission based. Yeah. And we're selling yeah. and we're selling tea and ceramics. Yeah. <laughs> like it's hard. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. To like try to wrap someone you know how much them fucking tea, like loose tea and ceramics cost? Strainer is it's super expensive. Yeah. That's a hard sell. Yeah. Although one day I did sell like six hundred bucks worth of tea. I remember you telling to, me about that. Guy. I remember you he telling had me about that. He come over from the Middle East and he was going back home and he was like, I need the strongest tea for my family. The strongest, only the strongest. Wow. <laughs> Sold him six hundred dollars worth. But I did want to get on this before we because I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a pin in this because I want to come back to dating. Because mm-hmm. we're gonna have this conversation. Have conversation. But First, I wanted to talk about the fact that she said all these men are trash and how it was manifested through podcast content and how we came into the quarantine. We're all sitting in our fucking houses trying to figure out how we're going to spend our time. Mm -hmm. Maybe you had people you're going to call. Maybe you decided you were going to look on YouTube and find, I don't know, some arts and crafts. You were going to do some DIYs or you were going to learn how to do yoga or exercise in the house or you were going to read some books or you were just going to smoke a bunch of weed and drink because, you know, they didn't shut down them ABC stores. Yeah. Right? Like those, those were essential <laughs> those workers. Those were open. Right. Those, those, those were, were open. Those were essential workers. Shut down America and tell them you're not going to drink at the same time. Right. No. Like they would have just broke in anyway. Like yeah, America, you're not going to just not have alcohol. No, they would have they found a way. Hey, been a riot. Nigga, niggas would have been brewing their own shit. 
I promise you. <laughs> no, they would have broken in and okay. taken them. They're like, you open it up or we're going to open it up. Mm-hmm. Like, what you want, you want. But I, I say all this to say that it is interesting trying to figure out, one, who you are in these moments when you have to try to crawl back in yourself. Yeah. People bought a bunch of microphones and shit, mm-hmm. right? And they started just letting out whatever was going on. Like yeah. podcasts, boom. And you're right. A lot of people don't think things through very well. They don't have a lot of conversations. You can, well, they may have some interactions, but they're not having the types of conversations that propagate growth yeah. mentally. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that when people start speaking, you have a pretty decent understanding of what sort of conversations they frequently find themselves in mm-hmm. right. two, three minutes of talking. You're like, all right, I have a pretty decent idea of mm-hmm. like, how you use your mind, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So one of the things that I decided I was going to do was try to find a way to systematically make creativity and growth work for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like I'm going to start taking and building my own growth machine. Yeah. Right. You've heard me talk about all these things before. Meditation, reading books, yoga, mindfulness, conversations, this, that, and the third, right? I'm hitting the sauna now. The sauna? That actually sounds so good. It, it Do you do you ever sauna? I don't sauna, but I, I feel Planet Fitness. You know, they don't got nothing. Damn, Planet like Fitness, Fitness. yeah. I used to go to Planet Fitness. I, I used to subject myself to that. Where do you go? LA Fitness? No, now I go to One Life. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it. a step up, mm-hmm. but also probably a step down from LA. I mean, I heard that maybe that's where I gotta go to find a man because. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Well, hold on. Is that is that you want to like? Is that what you want for yourself? Like you want to, or you just like maybe there'll be something there and it'll work out. I feel like I'm open to a relationship at this point. Like, okay. I feel like you know I've gone through the whole stages of like wanting to be alone and intentionally like completely not dating not doing anything at all with men how much time did you spend like just chilling um intentionally for a year like i had really like sat there and prayed about it i'm like for one year straight i'm not gonna be in no relationships i'm not gonna engage in in anything too romantically you're not not gonna be a villain Oh, you was a villain. Yo, no, I'm kidding, we, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. yo we got to hear about no. just one villain story. Just one. All right. Listen, everything else that you say is going to paint you in a great picture. So it'll be able to contrast very nicely. We we're going to have to have one Think about it. Don't you don't have to do it right now. But I am going to finish this point. Mm-hmm. And the point is, it's really just a story of just absent mindedness and people. Mm-hmm. I go to sauna today and it's pretty quaint place, right? Like it's yeah. it's usually an L when yeah. you go into places. I'm sitting on. I've the, seen some squares. You seen some squares, yeah. right? Oh, you're in a nice place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm sitting on the small part of the L uh-huh. by myself. There's really just room for like one. You could fit another guy next to me, but it's really just one. Yeah. Another guy comes in. It's cool. I'm meditating. I'm listening to classic music. I have my headphones on. Wow. Another guy walks in. So now we have two guys aside from me. Mm-hmm. There's room for one other guy. Really. I mean, another one can like kind of stand up somewhere. But like on the benches, there's room mm-hmm. for one other guy. Mm-hmm. Another guy comes in. He comes. He sits down next to me. Completely fine. Everything makes sense right now. <laughs> Both of those guys that first came leave. He just stayed there. Bro. Now, I don't know what the equivalent is for <laughs> you all, for you women. Mm-hmm. But Keon, 
Have you gone into a bathroom before? There have been eight urinals. You go choose the one in the corner because you don't want to be the one in the center Mm -hmm. and get stuck with two guys that come in. And for some reason, they pick the left and the right one. And now you have a guy on your left and your right. And then as you are in the bathroom by yourself at one urinal, at the end, a guy comes in and chooses the urinal right next to you. That is insane. (laughs) So it's never happened to you. No, it's never happened to me, but I can imagine how insane that is. Like definitely happened to me. It's definitely happened to me before. Like in in the bathroom, in the bathroom. He just went over and just, there's, there are eight stalls. I'm in the eighth one. He comes to the seventh seven. Fuck. It's just him and I. Nah. (laughs) So I'm in the sauna. Those guys leave. Now it's just him and I We're sitting there. Again, I'm listening to my classical music and meditating. I'm sweating. It feels great. Yeah. The reason why I'm going to do this anyway, before I even finish the story, the whole sauna thing, is because I find it to be such a sobering experience to sweat out. Mm-hmm. Now, I exercise a lot. So, you know, with with that did exercise. Did you work out or like, you just did I the sauna? just went there for the sauna today. Mm-hmm. I just that. went there and sat in there for 30 minutes. Wow. Was that enough? Oh, that's, that's enough. Plenty. They they tell you there for first, ten minutes and you'll be out here. <gasps> first of all, they, they there's a sign out front that says only do this for up to fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. You risk it. So that's the first and foremost. You just hydrate. You just gotta hydrate. That's yeah. all. Um, so you don't pass out in there. Like the the last sauna I went to was um my trip to Chicago a couple years ago. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took my girl to a, uh, to a spa. We, you know, went and got some massages, Mm -hmm. uh, hit the sauna. Um, but it was a a infrared, infrared sauna. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not coals or anything. No, no. It's like, it's just light. Yeah, it's light. It's light. How was that? How'd you, I mean, it was cool. We was in there and like, it was so hot. My thighs were sweating. (laughs) Like it was hot. But how do you like the process? The sauna? Like, do, do you feel, you know, that was like the first time, no, maybe the second time I've ever been in the sauna. I went to the sauna one time at uh, the Freedom Center years ago, years ago. And then that was like my second time ever hitting the sauna. So I didn't really go in there with the mindset of, yeah, I'm going to sit back and just, you know, sweat. <laughs> fuck fuck you right now. Cause, nah, nah. Because nah. you're you <laughs> no, playing me a lot. No, I'm not playing you. <laughs> like, but no, I didn't go, go in there. Man, I'm going to sit and sweat. <laughs> I didn't go in there with the mindset that I'm going to sit and like just sweat all the impurities out of me and just, you know, just come out and it's like, ah, yes. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just kind of went because it was something they offered. Right, you know? right, right, right. But uh, yeah. But I mean, it was cool. It was cool. It's one of those things to me, which, since you're talking about sweating out impurities, toxins, right, is that. There are certain things, I mean, there are really a lot of things like this, where you do them in one place, it's completely unacceptable, and mm-hmm. it sucks, and it's, it consumes you. But yeah. if you do it in the right place, it's the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like relieving yourself, like going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you do that at work while you're sitting at a desk, that's going to suck. It's going to yeah. consume you. You're going to be like, oh, fuck, like, I just pissed myself. <laughs> like, I got to get somewhere. I got to fix this. Are people going to see me? Like, there's a lot that runs through your mm-hmm. mind if that's the case. Yeah. But if you're just at a, in a, at a toilet, 
It's just fine. You, okay. you just let it go. There's there's no issue there. Yep. I feel like sweating is the same thing. If you're just out and you're just sweating profusely, it's coming through your clothes. You're out in front of people. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm miserable. Like, I, yeah, I, just, I, I agree with shit. you. I see where you're coming from. But now. if you're just in a sauna and you can just sweat mm-hmm. and that's what you're expected to do in this room. Butt ass naked. Exactly. Well, I mean, I got a towel on. I'm not in there just like completely. Oh, Even no. I mean, you can do that. I mean, the joint I was in, it was made for two. Like, we was in it naked. I mean that's what's up. Yeah, I just fuck it. I mean that's awesome. Love it. I'm not gonna. I mean, I sat, I sat a towel down, but it's, you know. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's completely fine. But I find it to be extremely sobering experience, like putting yourself in uh, in any sort of circumstances where you're going to be forced to bear what is happening to you in that moment yeah. whether it's like a very cold shower mm-hmm. and you, you you have to you can't just like not pay attention to the yeah. fact that you're in an ice cold shower or ice bath or something like that yeah, same thing it. you can't escape that so you you're going to be focusing on that it's going to be an extremely sobering and stimulating yeah. situation same thing with the sauna and i i love it i get out and i feel fucking amazing and it's just one of those other things that i've just now put on my list of components in my human growth machine Mm -hmm. so you know this is just maybe one of maybe some of these guys you're just talking about need to sweat out some of the toxins (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's maybe that's what needs to happen okay now let's get back into this Mm -hmm. oh wait no wait one more second then i left and i told you i didn't want to go spend money at the smoothie place anymore. It just it just hit me. And I think a lot of this was the clarity that I was thinking post sauna. Growth. And I was like, man, I can't do this anymore. I can't just keep going and spending six dollars on a smoothie mm. every time I want the smoothie. I need my own juicer. I went straight to the store and I bought my own juicer. I love it. In yeah. this. I love it. I was looking at that. This it's is really spinach. Green. This is kale. Is it good? This is okay. So that's no. subjective. No. Well, my thing is, for, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, okay. See, so no. my thing is, so I grew up with a vegetarian in my family, and every time we went over to this person's house, my aunt, <clears throat> she made my brother and I eat whatever she was eating. Oh. So I grew up drinking wheatgrass juice. Eating and celery, or I'm sorry, seaweed crisps. Seaweed crisps. All of that, like I ate all these different types of things. So one, I think my palate is ready for it. So it could taste terrible to you, but but I did put fruit in there for natural sugars. What? So there is banana, mm-hmm. there is strawberry, mm-hmm. there is kiwi. With the skin. Mm. With the skin. Oh. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the outside of a kiwi really does not make me feel comfortable. No, it's, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, something about it, like, for it reminds me of those little mats that people have outside of their houses, you know? That <laughs> is hilarious. That's, it's pretty accurate. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Only those things, they feel like hay. <laughs> right like they're sturdy like furry. I, I don't know it's weird and yeah. it's not comfortable it's not okay with me I, <laughs> I probably haven't had a kiwi since like elementary school raspberry raspberries you can you deal with the slight fur of a raspberry i feel like or? i don't feel it when i put it in my mouth okay. i feel like they're almost they feel kind of velvety but they don't necessarily mm. feel furry to me because it's so fine and small okay the kiwi you're gonna feel you're gonna taste it yeah it's gonna be in your mouth it's i mean not blended but maybe not blend okay i sure. get what you're saying though 
Okay, man. Banana, <laughs> kiwi. I should have do. I got mangoes and pears too. I, I should have threw those in there. Yeah, mango. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I should have. <laughs> uh, what else? I put some lemon juice, some orange juice in here. There's celery. There's kale. Did I say kale? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's delicious. I mean, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound so bad, but it was yeah, it's really it's just right. very green. I feel like when it things is. are too green, I'm like, mm, I know it's going to taste like grass. But <laughs> with all those things in it, maybe not. Mm. But you didn't do like a yogurt or nah. nothing like that. Though. No. All right. No. All right. Anywho, so that was that was a little bit of my day. I just wanted to share. Okay, back on to you. Villain right. time. What the hell were you doing to these men? I feel like and I'm and bad. were you doing... And, yeah, let me just let you talk, woman. Please do I don't your thing. Feel like I was really that bad all the time. I feel like I was just. I feel like looking back was bad because I feel like I wasn't being intentional, mm. and I feel like I was also kind of misrepresenting my intentions. You know what mm. I'm saying? Okay. Like at times where I felt like, oh, you know, this guy's catching feelings. I really could not care if I ever hear from him ever again. You know what I'm saying? But also letting it go on, or you know, guy. I remember actually. Let's do it. Do that one. <laughs> do that one. So there's this one guy last year. You know what I'm saying? You know, all my friends, they 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 met people on like Tinder and Hinge and stuff. And we weren't outside. Me, I'm a day party type of girl. But, you know, day parties were shut down. And I feel like I haven't really gone back since. They you was OZOs? Oh, listen, no. I'm a, I'm a decades girl. Oh, I love me decades, decades on a Sunday. I love decades on a Sunday. Mm. You know, but I hadn't been because of, you know, quarantine. So I had joined Hinge. Like, my friends were like, oh, you know, you know, they're both in relationships from from Tinder. Tinder ain't for me. But, you know, I joined Hinge. I'm like, oh, you know, it's cool. There are a difference between... Because I know you never got a chance to dabble yeah, in I didn't, these. I didn't really jump into that. But yeah. there are stark differences between these things. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, Hinge is more clean, put together, you know, more normal people, apparently, allegedly. But anyways, I joined Hinge. And I feel like at the time, I was like kind of in between, like, "Mm, do I really want a relationship? Probably not. Do I really want a guy to kind of, you know, spend time with and just give me attention, you know? Because I mean, like that sometimes. Like, honestly, I feel like a lot of times we think we want relationships, but really, we just want attention. We want somebody to be, you know, affectionate when we want affection and somebody who's going to ask me how my day was so I can go on a rant and talk about how I hate my friends. You know, <laughs> whatever it is you want. Yeah. So there's one guy, you know, I wasn't really attracted to him, but, you know, everything in me was like, he looks like a scammer. And not to say I like scammers, because I've, I've never really been with a scammer, but I was like, you know what? This is my time to shine. I'm going to have fun with this man. You know, let him hit his cards. I'm just going to be along for the ride. If I get a call from the FBI or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I won't snitch. Whatever. I was really down for the ride. I'm like, oh, so when you mean scammer, you actually mean like a professional scammer, like someone whose job it is That's to get over like. on other... That he look, oh, Wait a minute. Wait. I'm going like. to need you to slow down and tell me for a second what the, what the qualifications are of looking <laughs> like a scammer. Like, what's the criteria for that? You know, he had like designer shoes on. He was on, he was on roofs and stuff in his pictures. Like, he was just on a roof I, for no reason. What you doing on a roof? Well, things are closed. Why are you on this roof? He was on a roof. And you know, you know, I had the chains out. Had you know, he had his little finger here mm. on his lip to show his little grill. You know what I'm saying? But then he had his grill, but then he had like wispies. Like he didn't even have like a full beard. Like he had, like he had a little wisp, like less than you. Like it's just patch, patch, patch. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I was like, I grow mine for the brothers who can't. You know, you always have. We love that for you. We love that. You always have. But he was not growing it for nothing for nobody. <laughs> Nothing's going on there. But you know the way he was dressed up and the way he was posing stuff has little fur on. It was getting scammed. Oh damn! Hold on. You, whoa, she painted a whole picture. Yeah. yeah. This nigga. 
Why was he on the roof? <laughs> like Batman overlooking the city. He got designer shoes on and a fur coat and a grill and gold chains. Oh, this nigga yeah. was a character. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking he's a scammer. And I wasn't even attracted to him, but I'm like, you know, I'm attracted to the life right now. Let's go ahead. Right. It's, it's been a long quarantine. It's been a long quarantine. We've been bored. Like, let's get some excitement. You know what I'm saying? Like, I won't do nothing for you, but, you know, why not? Be along with the ride. Like, I need something to look forward to. I got to know this man. And I'm like, bro, he's boring and he's definitely not a scammer. Like, he's not a scammer. He's just a regular guy making regular money. And, you know, that would have been nice if I was actually attracted to him. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. Yes. And How does that work? Trying to just be with someone or do anything with someone on an affectionate level or even a dating level if you're not attracted to them. I just never gave him affection. I feel like, you know, I just gave him a lot of time. Oh, you know, he, he was, was just dry. Oh, listen, I never kissed him. I never even, I never kissed him. Not even on the cheek. Like, and it went on for months. Woo. Like, months. But, you know. Did you give off in your body language? Like, did you give social cues that you were interested in? I even you told did- him I did. Like, and the thing is, like, why did you do that? Don't know. Who cares, though? You know? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out why he stuck <laughs> around and did these yeah, things. Me, like, too. Yeah. No, like, me, too. We had the conversations, and he's like, you know, how do you feel about me? And I'm just sitting here in my head, like, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, you know, I do like What you. is this? <laughs> Yo! You know what I mean? I was just going with it because I was like, why not? You know, he's nice. We we have fun times. Like, he's interesting. Like, he likes to do fun things. Like, I like doing fun things with him. I just knew that, like, the attraction is not building. Like, I really thought, you know, you know when you like somebody's personality, the attraction comes out. But I'm like, it just didn't. Like, it just didn't come out for me. And, like, not to say he's ugly. He just wasn't my type in right. any shape or form. Got you. So, yeah, you know, I went along with it and stuff. And... Yeah, eventually, um, he had planned out something for me, and I went and got my hair done. I got a you know a little press and trim or whatever with my girl, and that little two hour appointment turned into five hours because you know she and I went to middle school, high school together. We hadn't seen each other for years. We both had mm. kids. You know, we're just going through the motions of talking about life and what's been going on. You know, since we've last really linked up, so I was with her for maybe five six hours, and I was supposed to meet him after. But also, he was acting kind of funny the night before, kind of giving me attitude. I don't like that. I don't like that. Guys be trying to drone too much. And honestly, like, you have butt so much before, you know, now I don't want to talk. Now you're going to get attitude out of me. And he was just getting on my nerves. And I feel like he wasn't feeling it through the text. Like, he probably didn't realize how annoyed I was. So I stopped responding to him the night before. So that day that we were supposed to go out, he didn't confirm with me. One thing about me, there's no confirmation. I'm not going to come. Mm-hmm. I'm saying my ass at home. I'm going to assume that it's not happening. Yeah, we, yeah we was definitely looking for that confirmation from you. Oh, no, no. He made sure to stay on top of it because, I mean, I was going to come regardless, but he made sure, like, Julia don't play with us. You know what I, I'm saying? I told, I told her, I was like, fortunately, I am a very patient person. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So he, was, he stayed on it because I wasn't responding sometimes. I'm terrible about it. But, you know, he stayed on it. But, yeah, the guy, the day comes, he goes to the joint, you know, and you have to pay for what we I don't want to say too much because I don't know if you're going to watch. But, you know, you have to pay for for the activity we're going to do. And, you know, I have paid for it since then with somebody else. And it's like a hundred and some dollars. So you have to pay for the two people. Mm. So he went to DC. I went back home, Fairfax and I'm, you know, I'm chilling and, you know, I pulled back home and he had already been called my phone, but I was also like, what? When I picked up, you know, he's like, bro, where are you? And I'm like, damn, did he really go? Like, I don't uh-huh. know all day. Like, why would you go? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then the night before, it's like, we hadn't really talked. We hadn't confirmed. And he's like, of course I came. Da, 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 da. Like, and he's like, we had gone back and forth for like an hour. I'm like, bro, had you just said, just come now, I could have been there already. But instead, you want to have an attitude. And I'm not going to give into that. Because you're not going to have an attitude with me and then tell me to come out. Do you know what I'm saying? How do you just feel like, listen, <laughs> I'm waiting you. for you. We have a reservation. 
can you just pull up? Because I don't live that far from D.C. I'm like 30 minutes, 30-something. Mm. So I could have been there pretty quickly. But, you know, he was getting a little too much attitude. So I was just going back and forth. We just went back and forth. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, but you didn't confirm. I did not think we were going to do this. And he's looking at it like, why would we not? I'm like, because you did not confirm. And he's like, I don't need to confirm for something we already planned. Yes, you do. Mm. You sure do. There's plenty of places. If you don't confirm your appointment, they're going to cancel that joint. You're going to pull up with egg on your face. You know what I'm saying? And right. that's exactly what happened. So we're going back and forth. And then eventually he's like, you know what? I'm seeing red. Me. Ooh. <laughs> Right. Seeing red. Right. Wait, what are you yeah. trying to fight you? Well, no, well, that's, exactly that's what I'm saying. What I said. That's what I'm saying. Because exactly yeah, because there are two different ways I'm taking that. It's like one. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I just never heard nobody say that. Like, I know, right? Because that's a wild and, way to express yeah. it. Yeah. I'm seeing red. Either way, either way, you're trying to express either one of these two things that I'm about to say. It's a bad way of expressing it. Uh-huh. One is the way that you're taking it right now, which is. When I see you, hey, we might need this on site. Exactly, which is wild. Another way of saying it is, I'm noticing red flags from you. Uh, like, 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 like this might be strike one or strike two from you. I'm okay. seeing red yeah. flags. But the way he said it, he's like, bro, I'm so angry. Now. You got me so tight. You got me so tight. I'm seeing red. Oh, well. Please tell me yeah. If you're going to fight me, say it now. If you're going to fight me, pull up. I was really sitting here like, are you dumb? Like, why would you sit here and say that to a woman? A woman that you're trying to be with. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing red. What are you going to do? Beat my ass? I want you to. Try it. I was so Yo, confused. Julie, please, and please. Julie, really... Julie, Julie, Julie. One sec. Because you know what? Because <laughs> I haven't known you for long, but I care about you. And I don't want you. Don't. Please don't run out here and fight nobody with a fur coat on. Cause, <laughs> please don't. Because you don't know how they roll. Like No, bro. But yeah. This almost. nigga's on roofs. Yeah, for sure. Right. We don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, I felt some type of way about that. And I was like, oh no, like you're never gonna see me again. Like you're never gonna. Like I was like, yeah, we're good off each other. Like because after that, you know, that conversation happened. Again, he was going off for like an hour. We get off the phone. I go in my house. I was just back to living my life. I want to watch Netflix. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But then the next day, like he hits me up off some regular stuff, like good morning. And I'm just thinking, why are you speaking to me? No. Why are you talking to me now? And he's like, I'm still upset about X, Y, and Z, but I still want to see you. And I'm like, you're never going to see me again. Like, I'm good. Like, you cannot see. What do you mean you're seeing red? And he explained like, oh, that just means I'm angry. I'm like, you should have said you're angry. You know, like this is not the time for you to use these kinds of. Seeing red is a little exaggerated. It is very intense. It was it was a lot for me. I'm like, what is that? Um, <laughs> so I had sorry. no idea what that even meant at seeing the time. Red is crazy. I had one of my friends after that happened. I'm like, yo, this guy said he he's seeing red because he was angry. And my girls were like, girl, block him. God, please. They were like, this yeah, bro, you can't it say was that. Intense. And I was just like, no, that that makes no sense to me. Like, I'm what do you seeing, mean you're seeing red. red. <laughs> yeah, that means like I'm I'm about to black out, and whatever happens next is not my fault. Yeah. Like that's what that seems yeah. like to me. Yeah. Me too. And like like the bull seeing red. <laughs> yeah. No. No. That did not sound right to me. And I, I was good off him after that. And he apologized. He's like, after all that, our last actual interaction, he was just like, you know, I apologize for that. I would never do that to you. Blah, 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 blah all that. You know what I'm saying? And it was still nice for for that. Yeah. Nice, I, like, just, I never responded. Because I was just honestly like, yeah, how could you possibly say something like that to a woman? Like, I feel like even if you were angry, there are better ways of expressing it. And honestly, if you're so angry at that moment, why are you going back and forth for an hour? At this point, we've already concluded, obviously, you're not trying to have me come back out there. And I'm not going to leave my house now because you're doing too much. So end the conversation and talk when you're calm again. Because this was a little too much for me. You yeah, know? yeah. So that was really the end of that. So, I mean, I don't know who's the villain in this mirror. Him. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> yeah, him to me. Yeah, but yeah, that was like, sure. I felt bad yeah. because he really did, like, 
over and over again, tried to prove himself to me. He got me like edible arrangements and a teddy bear. I said, Damn, I edible arrangements. They still out here? Yeah. What you Damn. Edible arrangements ain't going under. Wow. And then he was like, um, what happened? He, I said, I wanted to go to Baltimore for the weekend and, you know, have food and be out. And he planned a whole weekend. And mind you, I had only known the guy for like a month, you know, got me mm. a room, a really nice room at that, you know, took me out to dinner, like we went to a drive-in movie. I, I, I had never oh, nice. done that. Like he did a lot of sweet things, but then it was like, you can't force that feeling. And I had no. no, like I had zero feelings for him. So I was like, the day we stopped talking, it wasn't like, you know, when you're over with somebody and you just be scrolling through their Instagram, like what they doing? Yeah, he was scrolling through their Twitter, like what they saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- where's he at? Why do I see an arm? Is that a bracelet? Oh, Is that a bag? Man. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me turn the volume up. Do I hear a voice? You know, all that stuff. Let me go to his friend's Instagrams and see. It was none of that. Wow. It was none of that. Whose set of nails is that? Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I- I've definitely been that. I don't, I, listen. Okay, okay. How do you feel? Are you because we've talked about the men, mm-hmm. right? That are either either or. I don't give a shit whether you call me or not. It doesn't matter. I got others on my line. Yeah. And then the other one is like, oh, so you talking to other dudes? Mm-hmm. Like, so what's up with that? Which one are you? Which one? Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, because you're talking about are... looking and hearing voices and nails and is oh, that listen. a bag? And... No, I. I... So what are we doing? I, I think you already answered the question, it's a, it's actually. It's a spectrum, okay? Okay. It's let's, a spectrum. I, I love like, it. Generally speaking, like right now, anybody that I'm dealing with talking to, I'm single. Y'all knows it. You know, they know what it is. But at the end of the day, like right now, I'm not feeling that for anybody. Like I'm really just chilling. I feel like it's when you're in a relationship and it becomes insecure that those things happen. And I've definitely gotten to that point. Again, I was in a really bad relationship at one point. Actually, the same person, I was with him. Oh, no. So you, I feel like. I mean, we've talked oh, about no, no, this. No, I was with that person at that time. Okay, actually. okay. I was with that person at that time. Okay. Like, but I don't know if you were there because I, you left and I stayed for a while. Yeah. Right, right? But I remember you telling me about one in particular guy. Um, I mean, I don't remember his name or anything. But the thing but, is, there's two during that time frame. There's okay. one who was like an ex who used to always show up to the store. I don't uh, remember that one. Yes. Remember? Yes, I do. That was a psychopath. Not that one. You what? and Marianne had people showing up. Oh my people God. Hers up to the was store. worse. Hers was worse because they would be going at it. And I'm like, dang. Yeah. I'm like, they had to step started? into the back one time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they, they had it going on. I mean, I literally, I remember when I first started, was so confused. Like, is that her man? And you're like, stay out of it. I was like, <laughs> because Don't I was so confused because they were like, it was just always something. Sometimes it was calm though. Like they go out to eat and it was calm. And then the next mm. thing you know, he pulls up and they're going at it. I'm like, what the hell? Hey. I, then, it was uh, <laughs> then I I got older and I understood. I um we we talked about uh I'm not gonna say her name on here, but you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Wow. Um we, Were you we her? No. No. Okay. No, no. I, no, I was no. gonna ask that earlier, but no, I'm not no, no, no. no, I wasn't. I mean she definitely had a thing for me, but we yeah, were talking very clear. <laughs> yes, it was very clear. That was very clear. Um but nah, she, we were just talking about when she got fired. Mm. And how, you know, she kind of looked at me like, did you know this was going to happen? Yeah. And I was just like, I mean, yeah, but like, what you want me? I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this <Right>. is duty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Duty, this is Julia. Julia, Julia, duty. <laughs> <laughs> I just live here. <laughs> um, but yeah, now nah, we had a short conversation several pods ago um, about. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, nah, just this, the stride right just got me. It's got a lot of old memories running through my mind sure right now. It does. Oh my God. That was like the beginning of my adulthood. I started working there when I was like 17. Like I remember turning 18 mm-hmm. there. Like mm-hmm. it was great times. It really yeah. was. Honestly, nah, like, it made me actually like working retail. Like I feel like after they left, it was just like, just like downhill from there. Mm-hmm. 
and you know eventually everybody had to go and i i left right when they were actually closing down so you know i i stuck it out pretty long you know i think i was there for like four years Ferrell's more had some interesting <laughs> stuff going on. Yeah. I'm pretty certain that the there was a massage parlor above you guys, and they got shut down like some years ago for malpractice. Oh, oh that's all the massage parlors yeah. out this area. I feel like there was another one who um, they had shut down because of the fact that they had a lot of issues with women somehow being filmed and being put on the internet. Mm. But I'm pretty sure they're open again. It's always some nasty niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shoot, it'd be the women, too. And that's the crazy thing. A lot of the people who are working there got caught up in it. Women. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, listen, Nasty doesn't miss any genders. That's <laughs> yeah, man. It gets, it, you know, it gets crazy. I was, you know, having a conversation with a friend recently. I I feel like, do I say that every single episode? Yes, okay. a friend. <laughs> okay, anyway. So I'm having a conversation with a friend the other day. And we're we're talking about integrating thirst in a positive way. Mm. Okay, because... It's not like we don't want, like we're, we're sexual beings. We're, we're yeah. communicative beings. Like that's what we are. We're social beings. So you want people to be attracted to other people. Yeah. It's about how we go about doing these things where things get messy. And I mean, for, uh, mostly for y'all women, it mm-hmm. shit just gets wild because I, because I've talked to you about being treated like a piece of meat. In various situations, but I never felt like the woman was going to beat me up and put me over her shoulder and walk off with me, though. <laughs> and so that's the big difference there. Mm-hmm. Like, I never felt like they were about to overpower me and take me somewhere that I didn't want to go. Right. Yeah. And I just hear wait, just why, just wild stories all the all the time. I told you it was the dude at that came. And worked at my job through like contracting. So it was just going to be for like a weekend mm-hmm. as a cook. And he talked to one of my friends there and he just legitimately, this isn't like, I'm not making this up. He just straight up asked her like, yo, like you like sex? Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like you, like you fuck with that shit? Like you like, no, like I didn't mean to like, you know what I mean? Just like you like sex. Just a little penis. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know. Real casual. You know what I mean? Like, when, like, a penis go in you? You know what I mean? Like, you like that shit? Like, like, this was a a real way of him trying to. I'm not going to lie. It'd be like that. Guys, slide in my DMs and say all times. They they send pictures. You know, like, one guy. um, Uh, the ones Nothing. you didn't ask for. Oh, unsolicited, never, of course. Never, never asked. You know, businesses be flying around in the, in, the, in the Twitterverse and in the Instagramverse for sure. <laughs> As if, like, man, if, if, like if she didn't think that she wanted me, wait till she see this. Like, and then, <laughs> and then, no, and then, like it's true. Like guys want to say these things, and it's like, was I supposed to be like, oh my gosh, yes, throw it at me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, but like, damn, I never seen that. Like, hey, come through. That's like, exactly what it'd be like. I had posted this one picture. Like, I had on these green shorts and this black top. I was in the bathroom, just a mirror pic. You know what I'm saying? And this guy was like, thank you for posting this picture so we could see your fat bleep real good. And I'm just like, you know, the pictures aren't on my Instagram anymore. I, I literally had to hide it after that because I felt wow. so uncomfortable. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm looking yeah. at the picture like, is it really that prominent? Like, we wear pants. We wear sweatpants. And it's not like guys wear our, you know, crotch part and pants are all the way down to yonder uh-huh. with leggings and stuff. It's up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but it doesn't look crazy to me. So it's like, what are you seeing and picturing? And it made me think about it so hard that I just had to take the picture down. Like, it was just so out there. That doesn't follow me. Shit was just occupying too much space in your mind. It was. Yeah. And I was like, who else is thinking about it this way? Like, yeah. Who else is looking at it and seeing this and isn't saying anything? You know what I mean? I would never want to be 
the nigga that caused a girl to have to remove a picture from her Instagram. Bro, what? Imagine being that guy. Bro. Bro, it's 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 wild. So I mean, I was so creepy that she felt compelled to remove it. That's exactly how it Bro, I've I've come across I mean, because I hear about this all the time. I mean, I've you know, women friends that go to the gym and you know the gym, mm-hmm. you know the gym. But you know <laughs> like and it's it's, it's it, weird. It is it's hard. Be- it's hard to navigate for men and women, honestly. There's the creeps, yes. But I feel like that makes it hard for the guys who are normal. You know what I'm saying? I go to the gym and I'll be looking at I'm like, man, that guy's fine. You know, and we'll we'll catch eyes a couple times, but I'm like, I'm sure that you know, I'm a cute girl. I feel like there are times where, you know, you get a guy's attention enough, and sometimes you have to speak up, I'm not that girl, though. So, if you don't speak, we're just not going to speak. But I know that a lot of times for men, it's like, you don't want to overstep those boundaries and be the guy who talks to the girl at the gym who just wants to focus on her workout, who's not interested, who has a man, whatever the case is. So, you don't want to overstep those boundaries. And I feel like those weirdos make it hard for, like, normal guys to prosper. Mm. And therefore, for, like, normal girls to prosper, too, because, you know, we need each other in that sense. But... You have these creeps doing the most. And I feel like normally as women, because of that, we, when a guy approaches you, you automatically think like, how south is this going to go? Not mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm excited for him to talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Even if he's a normal guy and he approaches you the right way, I feel like a lot of times girls just have that guard up because you never really know. Like, is he faking it until ma- he makes it? Like, what is it right now that he's putting to me that maybe it will change? Or sometimes they really just come that crazy from the beginning. But yeah. it's hard for normal relationships to happened the way it used to up in a grocery store whatever the case is a guy actually came up to me in the grocery store one time and you know shout out my nigga you know and he was cute and i was like you know we exchanged numbers or whatever everything was nice but like i feel like i can't imagine most men actually being okay with doing that because of the fact that nine times out of ten i'm sure they're looking at it like she's gonna shut me down she's gonna think i'm like pestering her when she's really just trying to get something done you know what i mean but, we just had my dad on here. He was talking about this. The stories yeah, that you tell yeah. yourself and how they hinder you from doing... For, they paralyze Like you you've already it. made your mind up that she isn't going to like you. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you because so. you don't have a whole conversation in your mind. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. nothing has happened. Yep. Yeah. Nothing yeah. has come to fruition. And you've already told yourself, oh, nah, she, she don't like me. Yeah. Maybe she's out of my lane. She's too cute. Too many people try to come after her. So yeah. she's probably not... And and even if that's the case, by the way, if you really feel like she's that type of person where everybody's going after her, flocking, there's a good chance that that's not happening because everyone is thinking that. That so- <laughs> is the truth. Put that on the poster. Put, it, put that on the billboard. <laughs> that honestly is exactly what guys be saying. Like, oh, you know, I, I was intimidated. I know everybody being your damn baby. It's dry. Okay. And sometimes it really does be like. Why are you worried about everybody time. else? You, right. You don't you have go, no competitive bones in your if body. If you're going to shoot the shot, then shoot it. Right. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is very true. I mean, and I think that this this goes into, you know, I was talking to Sylla McHale about this, actually. Those guys that are saying that they're way too intimidated to come talk to you, maybe they're just not for you. They're really not. Because yeah, you know what I'm saying? Me too. I feel like I'm not going to go spike at a guy. That's just not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to do it. If you and I see each other, why do I got to speak? If you're not compelled enough to come up to me, then clearly you don't want me enough. And we'd rather figure that out now and go our separate ways than for mm. me to come out and try to talk that out of you. And for that to be the rest of the situation, because I don't like a guy like that. I like a guy who really is the leader, the boss. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do this this weekend. Oh, you that's know. why she was with the nigga on the roof with the, with the fur coat. <laughs> she like a boss. <laughs> he looked so like a boss. So I thought, but no, he was just a regular guy. But yeah, no, I really do like guys who are... I don't like the term dominant because of the way, you know, guys come out with that alpha male stuff on them podcasts. Mm. But yeah, guys who are dominant, who really know what they want, who 
know who they are and are not heavily intimidated. They're very secure in themselves yeah. because I'm very secure myself. Like one thing about me, like I have confidence to save me through death. You know what I'm saying? I, I say all the time, like literally I'll post a picture of me that I've posted like eight times on Instagram and I'll be like, damn, that's my favorite girl. Because I really do look at my picture and be like, dang, she's really that's, cute. That's you know what I'm saying? I wake up in the morning, I have this really big mirror in front of my bed. I get out of bed, I'm like, dang, she looks good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. Oh, it's to, oh, it's to that level. Really, okay. Are those oh, affirmations? I don't even. I no. Feel like, I feel like at some point it was. Like, I feel like I remember a point in time a couple years ago when I realized, like, why do I need to go to Snapchat to take a picture on a filter? And I realized, like, it does change your face up to the point where, like, because you think this is prettier, you become more attracted to that instead of who you really are. And I will say that for one, sometimes that front camera doesn't look as good as it does in the mirror, but I still try to, like, not go ahead and use a filter because of the fact that I don't want to become used to a certain image of myself that really is not a good reflection of who I am and what I look like. I you know respect I mean? that, yeah. And I feel like I, for a time when I was like, okay, I'm not doing filters at all, ever, for any reason, I would literally go to the mirror and intentionally be like, you are so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And I will say that so, so, so much to the point where like, I hated using filters. And it got to a point where like, I literally would look at myself and be like, that girl is beautiful. It really is affirmations. When you keep on speaking those things to yourself, it really does manifest within you. And I mean, I feel like that works so well for me. And I look at myself and even without trying, I'm like, dang, she's cute because it, she's cute. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I really do like a man who's secure in himself too, because I really don't want to sit here and be dragging you along like a puppy trying to make you feel good because you can't do that for yourself. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Build yourself up. So when you come to somebody, y'all can really just build together instead of this person trying to build you up to where they are before you guys can move forward. Mm -hmm. That's really not how relationships start. And I feel like a lot of times those are the, those are the guys who be coming up to me and I'm like, you are not looking for somebody like me because you will be very disappointed when you get a little too much for me. You become a little too like, I'm really looking at you like you need to work on you. And I, I feel like that'll be the, Quickest thing that'll turn me off. <laughs> Yo, I'm not, really somebody looking myself. at you like that is wild. <laughs> yeah, like you really like you don't have it together. You don't love you enough to ever really love me. Mm. And so you really need to work on you. And I really hope that does happen. I can't sit here and tell you how you're going to live your life. But I'm going to tell you right now that like, you have too much work in you to be with me. Mm. That is the worst. You are you are you a man eater? <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a man eater. I feel like just a villain sometimes. Okay, you know, not a villain anymore. Not not in twenty twenty two. But I feel like I wouldn't call myself a man eater. I do feel like you know, you know, I'm a black woman, a young black woman at that, a professional young black woman. So guys do talk to me. I feel like I do go through them. Like when I do talk to a guy, I feel like I'll usually know within the first couple of weeks. Yes, I want you, or yes, I want to see where this goes. Versus like. No, I absolutely don't want you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I always say, like, I don't always know, but when I know, I know. All right. It may not come to me instantly, but when it comes to me, like, this guy's good, this guy's bad, I feel like I'm never wrong. And not even just with dating. I feel like in people in general, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty good judge of character. You know what I'm saying? I do have that bit of a discernment when it comes to people. I feel like sometimes- Is that intuition? Or is that like a certain, are these certain things that you're looking for in people? I feel like it's an intuition because I feel like I'll just, I, I'm very observant of people mm. and how they are, their mannerisms, how they speak of others about themselves and things. And I'll, I feel like I'm very good at being like, you know, this person really does have a spirit that irritates me. Like they really mm. are somebody who I know I'm going to have friction with. And I can sit here and say, any of my friends can agree with it. If I've sat here and been like, oh, I don't like this person, it's stuck like that. Like every interaction I've ever had with that person after that was that. And I may not feel that way from the beginning. Sometimes it's like, I don't know what I feel about this person. But when I do feel like I feel a concrete way about a person, 
I feel like I'm always right. Do you know what I mean? When, I, mm. when I'm able to come to a decision, this is how I feel about this person, I have not been ever made wrong. And I feel like I'm just very good at judging people's characters based on, you know, okay. how they move, how they treat others, how they speak in general, and even about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- okay. Yeah. Those are some pretty good indicators. Yeah. How they're treating other people. You guys go out to eat, how they're treating the servers, mm-hmm. the, you know, yeah. the wait staff, all that sort of stuff. Do they talk about their family? How do they talk about their family? Mm-hmm. You're right. How do they mm-hmm. treat themselves? What do they talk about? What mm-hmm. do, how do they think about things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, Sounds good. There's this one guy pretty recently, actually, like everything he ever wanted to do. He's like, oh, I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I want to wait until you're free to do it. You know, I want to go see this, but I want to wait till you're free to do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, sir, do you not fuck with yourself enough to do <laughs> stuff by yourself? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is it about you that you don't want to be alone with you? you yeah, know yeah, yeah, What is yeah, going yeah. on in your head? That's a scary that place for some people. But you know what I'm saying though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I really be looking at like, what is going on in your head that you don't want to be alone with your thoughts? Mm-hmm. I really be out here. I, I posted the other day, actually, I think like two days ago. Like a photo set, you know, post birthday or whatever. And the last one was like, you know, I don't ever want to live it in the real world. Like I live a delusional life, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it really does be like that for me because I really a romanticized life. A romanticized life. I really do go to the bar by myself, and you know, I have my little AirPods and I'll be listening to my music. I'll be sweating. I'm like, I'm sure these people are like, what is she listening to? Because she's definitely offbeat. But I'll be enjoying myself so much because I'll be there with my thoughts. There are times, even when I was driving here, I was thinking about something and laughing in the car in silence. (laughs) Because I'm just like, I'm a funny girl. Like, I really fuck with myself so heavy, and I really do seek out people who also have that much in them. And I understand that not everybody's there. It's a journey, really. You know what I'm saying? I'm still on a journey. Everybody's always going to be on a journey. Like, the day your journey ends, like, I feel like you're dead. But I feel like sometimes your placement in the journey will not align with other people's. And that I feel like is kind of where I'm seeing problems with people. Like you just have not joined that journey of like really fucking with yourself. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like that's the kind of person I feel like a lot of times they're attracting me because they see that I really fuck with myself. And I feel like sometimes people will expect you to kind of pour that into them as well. Yeah, they want someone to rub, uh, rub off on them. Right, but it's like, yeah. you know, this wasn't poured into me. I poured this into me. Like, I grew this within me, really. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I feel like when you really, like, see the love within yourself, of yourself, from yourself, for yourself, it's really grown from within. And I feel like a lot of people haven't necessarily gone through that process mm-hmm. of, like, truly watering that part of them, mm-hmm. you know? Watching that seed grow. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying a lot of things that I've been thinking about recently. I've been thinking about, I mean, again, along with this, this human growth machine I've been putting together, it's like building a life that is, that it's, it's its own natural resource, its own perennially, you know, running natural resource. It's Mm self-sustainable. And so, as you know, I've done much work. For myself in, you know, the past few years, well, many years. Um, and I was having a conversation with a, fr- a friend. The a other friend. Day. <laughs> having a conversation with a friend the other day. Who would have known? Um, and it was, it was a beautiful conversation. It was a conversation like her and I hadn't. Uh, it was Sada. It was her. So her and we hadn't we hadn't had a conversation in, in, in a long time. She's gonna come on the pod. Uh, but we used to have so much friction between us, me and this this person. And it was for a lot of reasons. One, like I had expectations of her and who I thought she ought to be in my life, which is ridiculous, right? And vice versa. And 
I needed more humbling experiences Mm -hmm. so that I wasn't thinking of myself as someone that I certainly wasn't. So Mm -hmm. I'm telling myself complete romanticized narratives that just take you to a darker place. Now, like now you're, now you're really, you're in a delusional and deranged place, but, but that not only like inhibits you from being who you ought to be, but it also yeah. inhibits the relationships around yeah. you. And it's, it's not, yeah, it's not really that good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm sitting there, I'm having this conversation with this person and it's a beautiful conversation. We're getting a lot out. This mm-hmm. is a huge, super, super therapeutic session that we had. Yeah. And I just sat back and thought, man, I, have wanted to be this person so long that that feels so comfortable just looking at people and telling them I love you mm-hmm. I I care for you I'm so glad that you're you've been a part of my life for whatever part that's been we don't always have to be here in this capacity and and this love will still be extended to you yeah. no matter where you are and and not feeling as though it takes something away from me to mm-hmm. be able to say that to someone like it makes me lesser or something like that, because that was a weird space to be in, right? Mm-hmm. Like your your pride sort of fighting for that number one spot, so you don't want to give these accolades to someone else. It's really weird, pathological way of looking yeah, at it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can be unsure about how people are going to feel about what it is that you're saying to them, yeah. right? So then also letting that, like shedding that, like listen, I have good intentions. I'm going to say this with mm-hmm. with all the deliberateness in the world, and after it leaves me, they it now it's out of my yeah. hands. It's they're going to do with it what they want to do with it. But this is what I'm coming from the heart with it. So this is just what it is. And allowing that to be the case. It's a beautiful place. We had a great session together talking. I could hear her on the phone smiling, which is awesome when you can hear someone smiling, right? Because this wasn't FaceTime, yeah. so that's cool. What? And oh yeah, yeah, this one wasn't oh. FaceTime. Yeah, was okay. that, is, is that super weird? I, listen, I wasn't gonna. The, the person called me. I wasn't just gonna be like, "Why don't we just FaceTime?" Like, it's, it's fine. It wasn't a big deal. But I thought about that moment and how. Moments like that that I have with people, because I told you before, I only for the most I mean, yeah, I have only pleasant experiences with people. Yeah, it's something something about the way I'm moving. Something's going on, but I just have pleasant experiences with people. Yeah, And those pleasant experiences that I have with people only further propagate and recycle themselves mm-hmm. into further pleasant situations with people. I love that. And then even as I meditate. Every once in a while, some simulation or some little theater play will like roll through my head and I'll think about me talking to someone that I know or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just completely hypothetical. Mm-hmm. It's not like a memory. And it's just a made up scene. But that scene is a pleasant and beautiful scene that yeah. plays out. And I just watch it play out and then I go, you know, and then I let it go. But just the fact that I have these these thoughts mm-hmm. and these experiences with people, it just further generates more of itself yeah it's like it's the wildest thing it's sort of like oh i was telling someone (laughs) like uh when people tell you to find a way to make your money make money for you so that you can relax Mm -hmm. that's what's going on for me except it's just intangible things but it's much more important to me than anything tangible significantly yeah so that's that's what I was thinking about when when you were saying those things just now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's super 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 important that people find out 
what the fuck is going on with them before mm-hmm. they have any idea. Yeah. And these guys at the gym or the grocery store or wherever, yeah, you're right. They they probably, I mean, I know that they're overthinking stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they probably just get attacked all the time, yeah. you know, by fucking men. And I'm certain most of them are creepy, so they're not going to be happy about me mm-hmm. coming up to them. But these are just stories that you're telling yourself. Yeah. And I think that just like not feeling weird about saying what's from the heart to somebody because you don't know how they're going to take it. If it's like, oh, that's a little too strong. Oh, that's weird. Whatever. I I don't think that there's an issue if you walk up to someone and you're just respectful. Yeah. Yeah. I think as long as you stay respectful and then they say anything that is just like, oh, no, or then you leave it. Oh, thank you very much. I just want to say that, you know, all right, I'm gonna let you on your way. And you leave immediately. It's, you know, it's almost like um, when you're too worried about what someone is going to do or say or think about what you're trying to hopefully respectfully get off your chest, you're just creating burden for yourself. It's so much burden. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Because you know now you you get to overthinking. Stuff. Maybe you start stressing out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? This girl's really beautiful. You do want to talk to her, mm-hmm. but your you your your judgment is and your mind is so clouded by a nigga that you made up in your mind mm-hmm. that might have talked to her last week right. in the gym <laughs> that doesn't exist, <laughs> right? <laughs> But, you know, I agree with you in the sense that, like, nine times out of ten, if you're approaching someone with her sanity, of course, you know, and you're respectful, honestly, I feel like a lot of times you'll get a conversation out of that person. You might Mm -hmm. get their number. Even if it never really gets anywhere, I feel like a lot of times, or even if a girl's like, you know, I'm not really interested, usually you'll get that respect back. And I feel like that alone is still a win. You know what I mean? One thousand. Yes. Like, you got to speak your mind like, hey, you're beautiful. I can I get your number? I'd like to take you up sometimes. Even though she's like, no, but thank you. You've sat here and poured something beautiful into somebody who you think is attractive. You've given them a little confident boost. You know, you've, you've given them something to walk away with, some, some sweet words, you know. And sure, it wasn't exactly what you wanted, but as someone that you were potentially going to go for, isn't that still worth it? You know what I'm saying? Isn't that still worth pursuing them to an extent? If your intentions were true from the beginning, then yes, it is. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. And if you know how to accept rejection. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, yeah. I mean, well, well, that's the, that's the whole thing is, is it, I mean, reject, I mean, yes, I I guess in in a literal sense, but 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 that you did not get what you thought you were going to get or what you wanted. We'll see. We'll see. That's the thing that see that's, but, but that's the thing. It's like what you thought you were going to get. That's an expectation. You probably shouldn't have had mm-hmm. Okay. what you wanted. Probably it still shouldn't have been that you're still sort of aiming at the wrong place. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, that'd be nice if it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But ultimately I see someone and I'm interested mm-hmm. for whatever reason it is that I'm, that I'm sensing right now. I'm interested. And what I really want to do is have a connection with this person in this yeah. moment. And so if I get to have that and do it respectfully, then, and this person knows that and they walk away from me knowing that I'm a respectable person mm-hmm. and I got to say what I say, like that is, that is the win. I completely yeah. understand. And you, ne- like, and you never know. You might've just planted a seed that might grow later. Oh, right. a thousand percent. They could walk away and be like, you know what? That wasn't the right time, but I see him again. Now it is the right time. And I remember them, months later and I remember you know? them being a respectable person and they gave me my space and like, you know what? Or you know what? It ain't me, but I have a friend 
mm-hmm. that you might like. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, but if you if they came to you respectfully, it's like, yeah, I could see you with my friend. Okay. I can make I might be able to make yeah. that happen. That's yeah, man. It, yo, solid <laughs> nigga solid. activity. SNA. It's a, it's extremely it's extremely important because you know, yeah, man, it's you sitting this is where mindfulness always always comes into my conversations. And honestly, to some degree, people don't like it. But the separation or the the understanding of this self being an illusion to a very large degree. Right. Now, we, we now you can live within the illusion and and that's fine. And there are there are rational reasons as to why you might want to live within the illusion of however it is you put your identity together. Yeah. But you sitting across from one and, and realizing that. There, there are way too many people in this room. If it's, if it's me and you, I'm talking to you. I have who I think I am versus who I am. Mm-hmm. I have who I think you think I am. And if I'm thinking about all these things, who I think I am, who I may really be, and I may be being untruthful to, who I think you think I am. If I'm thinking about all these things, that's going to be altering the way that I'm speaking to you, which mm-hmm. is ultimately going to be I'm going to be fumbling all sorts of shit all over the place. No, it's it's going to be fucking a weird interaction between us. Just mm-hmm. not enough niggas being themselves. I agree with you. <laughs> and that's that's why I brought all this up cuz she that's what she's speaking you, on. You look you like you look at a girl and you just ultimately think about, you know, you start thinking about her experiences and what she's been through, <laughs> and who, who she right. might have been with, the type of guys that she likes. Yeah. And then you're approaching her in that manner, trying to just just be as attractive to who you think she is mm-hmm. as possible. And who you think <laughs> that she would be attracted to. Right. And so, you, it, bro, that's just, it, come on, man. Yeah. Let, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Everybody relax. We can't, this is, when you, when you break down, like, anxiety, yeah. it gets wild. Like, the mm. layers to it, it gets wild. Mm. It does. It, it's man, we we gotta we gotta work on ourselves. I, I completely champion the things that you're saying. By the way, thank you. Yeah, we got we got to champion these things. We we got to come together. So, oh man, yeah, yeah, go for it. Let's talk about lunch with Liz. We should definitely <laughs> talk with. We got yeah, we just got in it. Where are we at? We're like an hour fifteen in. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about lunch with Leah. All right. Okay. How did this start? So I feel like I've always been that person. I have a long like highlight reel on my regular Instagram, right? Because I do like taking pictures of things that I find beautiful. Like I have a long highlight reel or a highlight thingamajig, you know what I'm saying? Of like nature, sunsets. I got dozens you, of sunsets. You be hiking? No. <laughs> I've, been, I've been hiking a couple of times, but you know, I just be outside and I really admire a sunset. Even today I was on the phone on the way here and I was like, dang. The sunset looks like cotton candy. One mm. thing about me, it doesn't matter where I'm at. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling. I'm going to admire the sunset. That's one thing about me. I was actually telling my friend, like... One I of the like simple pleasures in life, right? It mm. is. You know what I'm saying? It really is a manifestation. I feel like, for me, of God's love. You know, he he gave us the rainbow, you know, as, as a measure of hope, you know? And I think all the time about how the rainbow comes every so often, you know? But a good sunset, like, can be found any day. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Depending on how you look at it, how you want to look at it. Not just the days where it's, like, the purples, the pinks, the oranges, but, like, even the hues of blue. You know what I'm saying? That black to gray gradient. I really love that. You know? And I like to post things I like. Food was one of those things. I feel like growing up, whenever there was an accomplishment or, like, whenever we did things with our parents, 
I'd say that food was involved. We've always been mm. the family that had Thanksgiving at the crib, Christmas at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Ever since I can remember, like my whole life, my mom still does that. You know what I'm saying? So I've always really liked joining people over food. So I have a long highlight drawn on my page with all the pictures of food. And people are always asking, you know, where's this? Where's that? And as I got older, you know what I'm saying? I got a little bread in the pocket, you know, and also dealing with guys who also had more money and just being older and being, you know, more open to different experiences. The places got nicer. The DMs got deeper, you know, the comments got deeper. And during quarantine, I had thought about it. It was, I think it was actually at the very beginning. Cause I started in 2021. Yeah. So I would say like mid 2020, I'm like, you know, I want to do a food page. Like I want to put all my food in one spot and really just admire the food spots that are out mm. here. I want people to be able to see like the different places that there are and different ways you can connect to different cultures with food mm. or just connect with your people over food. Like I have so many memories that revolve around a meal of some sort. So lunch with Leah really transpired from me just admiring what food has done in terms of like bringing a bit of happiness in my life, you know? Okay. So I have gone all over the DMV, even some places outside, you know, we're going to post about those later, but you know, it's, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. It's just really nice to hear someone that just have a real thoughtful thought out reason to why they started doing something versus just, you know, Oh, you know, I thought, I thought it was cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, you know, I have a lot of places that I just, always go to like i mean i have my go-tos but i always want to try new spots that come up i tried this one spot on u street i'm always on u street with my friends you know That's i've been on spot. u street for years bar hopping dang near blacked out you know what i'm saying <laughs> but then now they have these really nice restaurants and it was nice because i went to this place dc london curry house right so it's bringing together that idea of like Indian food, but not just Indian food, but the way they present it in the UK. So they got the little telephone booth in there. They got both the flags in there. They got the drinks, the food. And I remember um, me and my girl, we were actually the only two in the restaurant there. And, you know, she also is a food blogger. So, you know, we're taking our pictures. We're doing our thing. And the guy who worked there was just explaining the different foods and, you know, their importances to India and, you know, why they became so popularized in the uk and i felt like this is exactly what i love about food so much you know Mm. what i'm saying here you are just looking for a meal to nourish yourself but there's so much more behind it you know and not everybody cares about that i don't always care about that you know what i'm saying sometimes i just want a meal but it's so nice to see how something that you think is so small you know it's almost like pulling a carrot out of the ground when it first harvests like you really don't know what's down under there until it comes out and i feel like that over meals so i really enjoy it i like going around and taking pictures i like trying the new spots. I like when people ask me questions. I like when people tell me their experiences. You know, we didn't come, me and Kim were talking about it in, um, in the parking lot when I was coming in about how, you know, there's a spot I had shared and he actually lives near there now. And I had posted on there like, the food's trash, y'all. Like, food's bad. <laughs> it's, it's not good. The drinks are cute. And if you're somebody who really likes the artistry of how people make the food or how it looks and how it's presented, it's still worth going to. And mm. I do have those times where I post about a place. I'm like, yeah, you guys, if you're looking for a good meal, this ain't it. But mm. there are things to admire about this place, you know, and so has anyone ever reached out to you after you have given a bad review? Like any, just anyone like ever. And just be, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. They've been like, oh, yeah. Like, you, do you think you could take this down? Absolutely not. I cannot take it down. There has been because I feel like, honestly, so there's there's different ways that this goes on. You know, sometimes I just go out with my friends or whatever. Or, you know, I go on a date, whatever the case is. And I go out to eat. 
But then ultimately there are the restaurants that ask me to come out and, you know, I just take the, you know, oh, they get, oh, they asking you to come out. Oh yeah. Plenty of times. They ask me to come oh. out. Sometimes it's even paid. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. not only is the food free, because if I'm, if you're asking me, make sure you're offering me something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't. Because no. otherwise I'm going where I want. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. want me to post something you want, I'm, I'm giving you a service now. You know what I'm saying? And you're asking me to create content for you, be the photographer, you know, be the editor and also be the social media manager yeah, for, sure. for you. So yeah, I'm doing a bit. So sometimes it's just free food and I'm like, okay, you know, why not? Like it's a, it's a new experience, something, something, you know, sometimes it'd be the situations of like, no, like no, like what are you like compensation? Because maybe it's far or maybe it's just, I'm not really interested in going there on my own anyway. So there has to be some reason where I'm coming out, but you know, there's, there's, there's so much that goes into it. There's so much, but when it's me paying for it myself and I've decided to take my pictures of the meal I have, and you want to sit here and tell me to take it down, how much are you giving me to do that? Because no, this is my page. This is what I'm curating. This is my space. Everything comes with a price. You know this is my space oh, here. If you have a problem with me posting man. it, why don't you go back to your kitchen or whatever the, whatever the problem was here, instead of you trying to address me and tell me to take it down, go ahead and address the problem itself and fix it and hope that that doesn't happen again. But also... All press is press. You know what I'm saying? Bad press is still press. Somebody's going to click on that and be like, oh, this food looks kind of good, though. They're going to see other people posting good things. And they You're still make tagging fun. these restaurants? When Absolutely. You- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she, At blah, 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 trash. Yeah. I'll be having a little pin emoji. I'll, I'll say where, what the spot's called. I'll have the, the area of the city in it. I'll tag their Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I post it on my story. I tag them on the story. I'm tagging them on the picture. And it's not even a thing of like, I'm calling you out. But it's a situation of this is how I'm curating the space. Right, right. And if you have a problem with me speaking on my bad experiences with you guys, then why don't you guys put that energy instead of telling me how to create my space? Why don't you put that energy into making sure that people do not experience this again? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. They say the customer's always right. Try right. The customers were not always right. They were very wrong. But when it comes to this, mm. <laughs> we be right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If I don't like this food, I don't like this food. Period. I uh, I hit up Marianne today and let her know we were doing oh, you this. Did? Yeah. How is she? She's doing well. I, I talk to Marianne quite often, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just moved um, to North Carolina. Yeah, I thought I saw that. They yeah. Do... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've been together for a minute. He's really I dope. I yeah. think, I feel like I remember when they had started things out. I think they went to like a ball game or something. Remember? Oh, they always go to ball games. But I feel like that's where, where I remember him the first time. Like they had gone to a ball game. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's. I love that for you. Yeah. No, nah, she be, uh, you, but something she, new. I'd be like, I'd have been to her crib several times, mm-hmm. like for like Friendsgivings and uh-huh. like, like just, you know, cookouts and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like Marianne has been s- solid nigga activity. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. I love they her. flock together. I mean, yeah. she was a great boss. They flocked together. Yes. She was a great boss. I never yeah. really had any complaints. Cool about her. as shit. She was. Cool as shit. She was very cool. Keon was too. Like, surprisingly, Cleon was actually, he was the funnest manager. He was also the manager that was studio food. We, you, I would, there's this Chinese spot we would always be eating at. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Actually, too. we'd be yeah, out there eating. Yeah, for People a second, like, for a second, but then I thought, wait a minute, no. maybe. We'd be sitting there eating, and he'd come over and he'd look in your food. I want that one. And tell you exactly which piece of chicken he wanted. Mm-hmm. Literally. I don't know if that's good or bad. I, I no, it, like, I mean, I'm glad that you were comfortable enough with me for okay, me to I do that. I thought we all were. I feel like it was such a small 
store. Like, it was literally a small store. Yeah, it was very small. So, everybody was pretty cool with each other. Like, we didn't really have... There were certain people who would come mm. in and it was like, mm, you're the friction. But I feel like they were also out very quickly. But mm-hmm. for the most part, we all got along pretty well. Like, and when Keon and Marianne were there, like, it was a great time working there. I actually loved working retail. Like, it was fun coming in. Remember Vernon? I still follow him, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, still, I follow Vernon. Love Absolutely. Vernon love running but yeah you know it was just a fun time with us you know what i'm saying it was just always good vibes you didn't have a problem with who you have a shift with like oh damn i don't want to yeah. work there with this person uh, we yeah. didn't have those kinds of issues you know what i'm saying yeah. if anything it was more or less like dang i gotta open again i gotta yeah. close again you know what i'm saying yeah. especially for me i just i ain't like doing nothing to be honest i like to pull up <laughs> you know sell a couple things flirt with the dads you know on. flirt with but, the dads you know but but other than that it was actually like a very chill environment Keon was actually a great boss yeah he was he i was appreciate very, that yeah very flexible Forget about like, whatever old girl's saying about you these days, man. You're a great boss, <laughs> no, right, Keon? Like, there were so many times where it's like, we're supposed to clock in like 30 minutes before you have to like open the store. Me, I'd come in like 12 minutes before because I had like my sit, like I had a way that I could open both computers at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so it cut down so much time doing it that I really only needed like 12 minutes max to be able to open it on time every time. No issues, get the money in, open up, lights up, you know. The signs where they need to be. Remember that one sign that got to go outside the gate. You know, so I'll be pulling up a little later. I wouldn't clock in sometimes, but I'm like, listen, you know, I was here at 9.30, okay? Like, because <laughs> point is I got it done. You know, I opened on time. You need that 30 minutes to get it open, fine. But I needed 12, so I'm going to I'm gonna come in 12 minutes before. And, you know, my time was always adjusted to where it needed to be. So, Ken was a great boss in every way. <laughs> Speaking of work, uh, I've been in the food and beverage industry for actually quite some time now. Mm-hmm. And... Where I work specifically, it's 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 quite mandatory, if not heavily suggested, that when guests are asking about food items, you don't say things like, which is usually the case when you go certain places. Oh, it's great. Everybody loves that dish. Oh, you should definitely get it. Oh, that's my personal favorite. You should definitely have this thing, right? You start using descriptors. You talk about what you're seeing there. Mm-hmm. It has vibrant colors. It's layered this way. This comes atop this. It's sprinkled here. This is light and fluffy. This is crunchy. This is creamy. This is light. This is hearty. Right? You start talking about those. Savory. This is savory. This is sweet. Right? So when you're doing these reviews, Mm. are you just saying that some of these places are trash? Or are you saying, let me tell you specifically what I didn't like about it. Oh, no, I, I'm like, very descriptive. Like, I'll say, like, you know, we got these ribs. They were burnt. They were cold. Everybody's food came out, you know, after 20, 30 minutes. Mm. Um, you know, I asked about this multiple times. I'm actually thinking exactly about the place that I we know, talked about. I know. I, I remember. I was, oh, listen, I was so upset. I got the, uh, it's like a, a, a chicken and rice bowl yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Chicken was dry as hell. Yeah. And the, the girls. Even with the sauce it. on it. Yeah. It was, it was dry. It was a little burnt. It was overcooked. It was just bad. My Everything chicken tenderloins don't even come out like that when I pull them out the air fryer. The air fryer keep them. Baskets. Air fryer keep them juicy on the inside. Dual nice and crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that place was terrible. But yeah, like I'm very descriptive about like what I do like about places. Like sometimes it's just a quick review and I'm like, yeah, God, this was great. The food tasted good. It was hot. It was creamy. It was whatever. But a lot of times I'm like sitting here like, you know, this tasted buttery, like this was warm, this melts in your mouth, you know, it's very delicate. Like, um, I went to a place for my birthday, it's actually at the Trump Hotel, but you know. <laughs> leave that out, leave that out, leave that out. 
<laughs> we went to this That's one so spot funny. and the food was so good. And um, it was for my birthday. My girl, Hawa, she paid for everything. And, you know, I went to Shout that. Shout out to her. Love you, Hawa. But, you know, she got these little cake pop things. It was like a cake pop tree. Mm. But it wasn't like Starbucks cake pops. Like when you bite into it, like it like the outside, like cracks and the inside immediately starts to melt in your mouth. Mm. It was the craziest thing. And I'm not really big on sweets, but that joint was so good, you know? Mm. And I went ahead into that with in my page, you know, like that's the kind of thing I'll say. Like, you know, it's creamy. It literally melts right into your mouth. It's like butter. Like I really be putting my foot into it because I really want people to understand like it's not just, oh, this was good, it was bad, you know. There's so much to be said, not only over food, which is what I love, but about the food. Like mm. it really took a lot of effort and thought to put into right. this and I put that effort and thought coming out when I'm writing these things. Like I really do want people to go out and experience these things like preferably with other people, but also by yourself. Mm. A lot of places I post are just me and I'm okay with that. I'm a, I'm a person, if I want to go out this weekend and sometimes it's not even like my friends are busy. Sometimes it's just like, I don't want to see you guys. And it's no nothing personal, but sometimes I really just want to rock with myself. You know, I want to put on a cute outfit for me. I want to put on one of my favorite perfumes for me and go out, got my AirPods charged up. Like, I don't need to hear nobody, you know, maybe I'll even bring out the Netflix on my phone or YouTube and watch whatever and just be enjoying myself. But like, I feel like sometimes that, that exchange with the food, you know, like you look through the menu and you intricately look at like, what are you in the mood for, for whatever reason, you know, I don't want something too heavy because, you know, I want to go to bed tonight really early and I don't want that sitting on my stomach, you know, whatever the case is. And you order something that like fits you. Like I love that feeling going out and having a great meal, whether it's with somebody or by yourself and then just exiting there and just not just remembering the atmosphere, but like that exchange with the food, mm -hmm. that feeling you had when you bit into this or like the excitement you had when this tasted a certain way. Like mm. I enjoy that. I really I like how you're explaining food right now. Like yeah. it's just an experience. It is an experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, but that's what people go out. People don't go out just to purchase food. They go out for an experience. Yeah. Like you're you're thinking about the ambiance. Yeah. You're thinking about the cleanliness. You're clearly thinking about the food. But Honestly, even when it comes <laughs> to the food, you're thinking about the plating, the quality. I've said this to Mike before. Sometimes I pick restaurants based on the ambiance, not mm -hmm. even the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to know what it like. If I'm bringing my girl here, I want to know what it looked like in here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just want <laughs> like to you just wanna feel a certain way when you enter somewhere. Like there's been times where I'm like, actually, like you were saying earlier, how you're. You know, you want to put stuff together now because quarantine's over. You don't want to just be out here looking slouchy. Yeah. I've definitely been saying that. And I, I put it on my Instagram, actually. Like, you know, I put on an outfit and I came back downstairs. I actually put it on my story. I put on an outfit. I came back downstairs, looked at myself in the mirror. And I was like, you know what? I could be cuter. And I went back up. You know, I had a little <laughs> I bit of something, something. You know, I changed my nose <laughs> ring out. Cuter. I put on a different watch. You know, I was like, and I came back down. I'm like, this is more like it. I've been trying to, like, really put on that ambiance for myself more. Mm -hmm. I feel like I definitely let that go during, uh, during quarantine because it was just, you know, you got the crib. Like I, I had a job that actually shut down and then I ended up working at, from home for a long time and then, you know, working for myself and stuff. So mm -hmm. like for, for a while there, I really didn't care about what I was looking like. I was just looking like anything. Mm -hmm. And also in the beginning of quarantine, that's when <laughs> looking I started, like anything. That's when I started growing my hair out the first time. So 2020, you know, everything was shutting down. March came around. I actually got in an accident one weekend and, the accident wasn't crazy or anything, but I was just in a funk after that. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel like going to the barbershop. And then the barbershop closed anyway. And I was like, well, that's great. Mm. So, I mean, naturally, I just started growing my hair out. I ended up cutting it again. But, you know, nonetheless, that was really the beginning of it. Like, me just not caring. Because one, one thing about me, I was getting my hair cut every, like, seven to ten days. 
because I had a part, remember? Yeah. So if that part was starting to grow little specks of hair, I'm going back to the barbershop. Somebody would be like, yo, just, just, just get the blade just real quick. The, just hit the part Just get the part real quick. I got somebody to be like, come on. Gotta keep the part oh. sharp. I already dressed up, like, come through, and I'll be like, listen, between them two, go ahead and put the part back in. Like, I'm going to slide you $10, because that's all I need right now. Like, <laughs> get out of there. Like, I was really on it, but then quarantine hit it, and, you know, I just didn't really care. So I've really been putting more effort into, like, looking good all the time. Obviously not right now, but you know what? I've been tired, okay? I've been out for, like, I've been out for, like, two weeks straight. <laughs> For don't my birthday, don't, yeah. Don't, like, you got you, you are because you, I mean, you, I've been out for two weeks straight for my birthday. Even last night, you know, I went out again. Oh God! I'm with one of my Dang, friends. Did I, I hear that right? She just said that she yes. been out for two weeks straight yes. for her birthday. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, if you if you see my Instagram, everybody's been saying it, and it's true. And I'm like, I really, I've been outside, but I want to be inside. I was saying after today, like I came out because I'm like I really wanted to be here. But after today, ain't nobody finna see me. Well, well see thank, well, thank you for yeah. this being in this some way the finale. finale. Like or, this or, is it or worth it? Yeah, it exactly. Is. It, it is. Man. It definitely is because, you know, I was eating my salad in the car, too. Like, I, I had my little salad on my lap, and I'm like, you know what? I only need one hand to drive this car. So I'm really out here eating it, trying to navigate it on my lap in traffic and stuff. You're doing a lot. For sure a was. thousand percent. I sure was because I was like, I really wanted to be here. So. I mean, I've eaten some things and dr- drove, you know, but not a salad. Yeah, yeah, she's balancing doing. a salad on her lap. Yeah, <laughs> I was craving a salad. Y'all don't ever cra- I was craving <laughs> My birthday, too, actually, the, the day after my birthday, I went out with um this one guy. And... You know, we went to this place I've been wanting to go for a minute. And, like, I was like, man, I remember all these things I wanted to try. And I pulled up, I'm like, you know, let me get a salad. Because I was just craving it so bad. Like, a good salad that's well-dressed. Mm. I was just craving it. I had a... Um, I enjoy a good salad. I had a salmon Caesar. And I loved it. Like, I liked the vibe. You know, he was there first. You know, I pulled up a little later. You know what I'm saying? Scurried up in there beside him. And, you know, it was real cute. You know, having a little salad. <laughs> it was really giving, you know, um, breakfast at Tiffany's. And it was pretty early. So, you know, so it was it was breakfast at Ruthie's. It was Ruthie's all day. It was a great time there, you know? Mm. So, I mean, I don't know. Getting dressed up, getting good food, it really does make me feel great. Do you know what I'm saying? And again, it goes back to like how I was saying, a lot of times some people don't want to do nothing unless they're with other people. But I feel like me and food, it's me being in good company, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you were growing up, so was your mom doing most of the cooking? Yes. And and she's still cooking? Oh, my mom be cooking. And did you pick that up? I don't cook like my mom. Okay. That's for sure. But I do like to cook. I do like to throw things together. I actually love cooking when I'm alone in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? As soon as my daughter comes in there, I'm like, I'm ready to throw all this way. Like, get out. You know, I, I like having that space and really enjoying, like, you know, what is this seasoning going to do? What is this going to smell like? Is going to... Some things, some seasonings, you really put it in and it does not manifest in the taste, but it does change the aroma. And the mm-hmm. aroma does change the feel of the actual food. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I like putting things together, trying different things. Like, I've been experimenting with zoodles. Do y'all know what that is? No, tell me it's about zoodles. Like zucchini noodles? Yeah, uh, zucchini noodles. noodles. Because, you know, I love me some pasta, but, you know, my belly says to stop that. So, you know, I saw zucchini noodles on Instagram, some other food person I follow. And I was like, you know what? People say that it tastes just as good. It doesn't taste the same. However, it does taste really good. Like, you would not think it tastes like zucchini once it's cooked up and got whatever in it. Like, one thing I like to do that's really simple got the zoodles in there and they be pre-spiraled okay because i don't got that kind of energy in me i get them pre-spiraled from giant and then you know throwing some little bell peppers some onions and then just tossing in like a filet of fish of some sort and breaking it up in there put a little bit like like garlic a little ginger cumin actually cumin i don't think i grew up Mm. having cumin in food but like i threw in a little cumin 
and a couple of other things. And the way that joint was so good, mm. it made me eat healthier. But again, it's that relationship with food. You know what I'm saying? I like pasta. It's comfort food. It's easy. Like no matter what you put in with pasta, it's going to taste good. But it was nice to switch it up for something that also like nourishes my body too. Like it was yeah. a good relationship with the food in the sense that we kind of, it was a, it was a give and take. You know what I'm saying? I got something that was super yum and, you know, I'm just eating this for it to taste good. However, it doubled as something that really did something for me. I really. Yeah. I, I, I have a question. Yeah. Go for mm-hmm. it. You do that. I noticed recently. <laughs> Why are you looking like this right now? <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, just, I, I noticed recently on one of your posts, you got a filet mignon. Oh, yeah. I want to know how it was cooked. I get my steaks cooked medium rare. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. That, that's all you, you continue. Just, you just had to see if she was doing it right or yeah, not. Yeah, I just want to check. Because any because you don't because you don't like anyone on this planet <laughs> that has it cooked past that. Or, 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 or is medium as far no, as you medi- Yeah, medium I, is my limit. Me yeah, I, medium yeah, is medium, my limit. Medium, okay. I don't I feel like honestly somebody I feel like that would actually turn me off from a guy who eats his steaks. <laughs> Like well done. Yeah. I, honestly, I would kind of be looking at you like I don't want to eat steaks. And don't get again. me wrong, you know. Shout out to my girl because I I don't know how I was eating steaks before I met her, but she mm-hmm. put me on to the to the red. Yeah, and I ain't turned back. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, you go straight rare. No, but just some oh. some oh, pink oh, in the middle. Just some. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Rare is pretty. It's pretty red. And yeah. But it, it's it's it is better like it does change up the texture mm-hmm. it does change up the taste and you'll realize that you lose a lot when you cook it all the way through yeah yeah and people like to act like oh no my steak still be cooked it's not cooked as good as it would have been if it was cooked medium and less like right. it is what it is i agree mm. with that completely have but- you reverse seared anything yet like, like put it in the oven and then sear it, and then at the end, yeah and then at no the end. i usually sear first mm. yeah i actually made some strip steaks the other night um seared them for, you know I, I usually go about six minutes on each side it usually gives me a good medium um but no i've never reverse seared anything yeah i don't know i've been hearing about that recently i've seen some people um like dip the steak in like a, a thing of or bu- butter, butter or, or like oil yeah. yeah sous vide Oh, I think that's I think that's what yeah. Don't mm. um, okay, correct me. But no, I've like <laughs> put it in like a, a just a vat of oil mm-hmm. or butter and like put it in the oven mm-hmm. and cook it like that and then sear it. So it's like reverse sear, yeah. mm-hmm. but like cooked in just a pool of oil mm-hmm. or butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been getting into I've been getting into olive oil a whole lot more because I love like extra virgin olive oil, but they've been infusing it with things. I mean, if you don't want to do it yourself, like Mm -hmm. basil or garlic, Mm -hmm. like those. Yeah. Those are like I made a sandwich the other day. Dude, he's had me, he saw me make the sandwich. I didn't even mean like when I knew in my mind, I'm gonna go in the kitchen, I'm gonna make a sandwich. That was the first thing in my mind. I didn't know exactly what I was gonna put on there. But I started just picking things up, and this is what we came with. It was like a nine-grain whole wheat bread. Mm-hmm. So that's the base. Yeah, I seen y'all niggas had a loaf or something in there. Yeah, y'all started getting loafs. Nah, that, what do you... What, what, <laughs> nah, just, we were just buying just just a couple slices before? No, nah, it's just like I've never seen just a, like a, a piece like of uncut piece of No, 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 it's not uncut. Oh. It's not uncut. Oh, I'm tripping. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I that's like... funny. That's funny. No, no. But it is like some nine-wheat whole grain bread. I have this basil-infused extra virgin olive oil, so I put that on there. Yeah. And if you know if you know that taste, that rich taste, yeah, well, nah, I we love keep, that. We keep some olive oil in the crib. Okay. 
Put some spicy mustard on there. Mm. I had some fresh avocado. Mash that on top. I'm I'm waiting for I'm waiting for a specific ingredient. Bacon. No, no it's not going without without this ingredient. The sandwich is is okay. It, okay, okay. At least for me. Okay, okay. So so we have the avocado. We have the the olive oil. We have the spicy mustard on the other side. Okay. Right on the other piece of bread. I'm doing crack crack pepper okay. over top of the avocado. Just a, just a little bit of lemon. Just a little bit of lemon juice okay. over top of the that's, avocado. That's I don't different. know if you've ever had avocado nah. with lemon and cracked pepper. Nah. Okay. Now we're having smoked aged Gouda cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're gonna put that, we're gonna put that down. Then I had black forest loin. Okay. Oh. Thin the cut meat. Sort of like okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that on there. I also had prosciutto. These are one only two meats mm. that I've ever had when I've gone out to wineries and you get like a baguette with these mm. types of things. So like these real thin cut meats, put those on top of there. Yeah. Spinach leaves. And then that and then that that very well wait a minute. What you looking for? What are you looking for mayonnaise? Hell are no. Are you looking for, <laughs> I'm looking for some onions, man. I mean, okay, I onions I mean, make okay, a like, sandwich. Really? I oh, love yeah, onions. that's right. That's right. I forget that you just eat onions. I just, you... I'll pick a fucking onion. Well, not a whole onion. I, I was you know, saying, no, 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 no. I'm not biting into them like apples. We, we, we've gone through this with Ryan. <laughs> but no, actually. like sliced onions. If I'm slicing, I'm, I'm also eating. Yeah, I I love yeah he really I agree. loves onions. onions. Yeah. I feel like people who be out here like, oh, you know, I don't like onions in my food. Please don't eat with me either. <laughs> okay, so all right, so we're 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 getting a list of things together in which you cannot come and talk to Leah about. Okay, <laughs> so don't come talk to her, shoot your shot if you don't if you won't eat onions. Yeah, no. If your steak is well done, yeah, don't do it. And if you're not out here trying to better yourself, good. that's the top. Yeah, I, that's the I top. mean, I, those are pretty good credentials. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I don't think those are bad. That's a lot about one's character. <laughs> it sure does. Right. You're like, I don't like garlic. I don't like onions. So what mm. exactly do you be eating? Yeah, food bland as hell. Right. <laughs> it's true, though. Where is it the flavor? It makes a huge difference. There, there are a lot of things you can do out here. It's sort of like there is someone that listen to her talk about these damn, what do you call it, zoodles? Right, that's like get the fuck out of here. Like if you, I'm one of those people. Like yeah, like no, I need noodle noodles. Like give me noodle noodles. But I'm telling you, I'm one of those people. Put that together, and then come tell me how it tastes. It's what you said about it with the fish and the garlic and the cumin. (laughs) It sounds good, Mm -hmm. but. I'm just not a Zoodles guy. Like we picked some up from Wegmans uh, like a month ago. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's it's gone now. It's not still there, but. We got zoodles and we also got like squash turned yeah. into noodles. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't a big fan. My girl loved it. I just I wasn't Did a big cook fan. Them? Yeah. Okay. You know what? We tried like okay. sauteed them. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I, I'll cook some more for her. I'm gonna cook some more for you. I'm mm. really a big fan. I feel like sometimes it's almost like what, what I feel about oysters. I feel like nine times I out of ten, oysters. When, thank you. Nine times out of ten, when somebody's like, "I don't like oysters," and you'd be like, "Have you tasted them?" They're like, "Yeah, exactly." No. Fried or fresh? Uh, fresh and cooked. I, fresh and cooked. Yeah. I love me okay. some good raw oysters. I love mm-hmm. I love a good blue point oyster, some East oh, you, Coast oh, oysters. Oh, you, know, you, know, the, you like, know the spots. I'm, oh, I listen. Have you shucked oysters yourself? I have not shucked oysters myself. You I actually, do it. There's actually um, um, a shucking class that we have in, in the DMV somewhere. And I've been wanting to do it. You know Shit. what I'm saying? Me, me and Antoinette just looked it up on YouTube, went out, got a shucking knife, and went to town. I love that though. I mean, mm. I, I really do want to try. Like, I've thought about it. It's so cool. Times. It's it's a cool. I want to try it. I do. Like, there's so many things I want to cook, but like, there's that little fear of like, oh, I haven't done this before, and it could go so wrong. Like, even steak. I feel like 
am I going to know how to cook it the way I actually want it? You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I've, again, I've gotten know, around to making a good steak. I've, 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 I've sent pictures. I believe yeah, I've yeah. sent pictures. Yes. Yeah. I make a good steak. But you know, I need, I need to step out of that. You know, I feel like I do have a good relationship with food and I love eating and I feel like I'm very comfortable trying different restaurants and, you know, even being open to the fact that it may not be what I expected it to be or what I wanted it to be, but still having some type of good experience out of it somehow. You know, like I said, you know, I would say here, like the food trash, but the drinks are beautiful. <laughs> and if that means something to you, go ahead and get a drink. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely need to go ahead and step into that with cooking as well. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I stick to Bazoodles was one of those things for me. Mm. I don't use zucchini. What do I look like? You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but that was bomb. I actually I like zucchini. I, I was about to I say I just because, don't like them as noodles. Because I, I thought know. that you touched on something that was great and I and I wanted to talk about it. Then you just kind of shat on zucchini. But <laughs> the, the, the point being is that you've gone out and eaten so much food now and so many different types and you've you've learned about different cultures and different yeah. backstories of things. Mm-hmm. I would imagine and you like to cook, not on your mom's level, but you like to cook right, things. Right. And I would imagine that you have found a way to eat deliciously, to have that cake and eat it too, in a sense where you can, no pun intended, it be, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but but you being able to find a way to eat great tasting, healthy food, because there are a lot of people that feel like if it's got to be healthy, then it's going to taste like grass. Yeah. Right. Sort of like how you made this idea about my green smoothie right. here, my green drink. Like if it's green, it must taste like shit. Right. Not necessarily <laughs> true. And you've realized that. Yeah. I mean, you can paint things, you can dress things up a little bit. It doesn't always have to be in the form that you saw it in. Like me and Kiwi, I don't know if we'll ever get along, but you know, maybe somebody will put it in something and it'll, I'll kind of feel that spark of the kiwi and maybe that'll bring it back home for me i feel like when it comes to food or even yeah when it comes to food really there's never a yes for this or a complete no for that i feel like a lot of times we just need to find a way to Mm -hmm. make it our own to make it something that does fit in for you you Mm -hmm. know what i mean there's so many different foods out there like it's literally endless like have y'all heard about how like there's so much of the ocean that has not been you know looked into think about the amount of space there is on dry land that has certain harvests of different plants or whatever cultivated that you've never even heard of in your life. Mm-hmm. How can we sit here and definitively be like, you know, I don't like this. I don't like that. When in reality, there's so much to be experienced. Like I'm sure that there is a way that in anything you'll like something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you talked about your, you like mango. You said I ch- should have threw some mango I in there. I'll mango. chop up some mango, maybe do it in my one tomorrow. Uh, favorite fruit? Absolutely. Like, it's my favorite fruit. It's my favorite scent. Like, I have mango butter lotion. Like, I have mm. mango body washes. Like, oh, I yeah. love mango. Oh, you are immersing oh, yeah. yourself in the mango. Yeah. Listen. Mango nectar. I like- am addicted, okay? Okay. If there's anything mango, I feel like I have to force myself not to get it because it's like, I know that it's going to taste oh, good and I know wow. I'm going to love it because it's mango. Like, mm. I love mango. Mango salsas are always great. I, I think my... Time. I'm going to give you a top three fruits for me. Go for it. It's going to be... Mango, yeah. and this is not in any order. Oh, mango, watermelon, and probably pineapple. Mango, watermelon, pineapple. I've, I've gotten hip to blackberries recently. I never used to eat blackberries, but I started eating them. And I'm like, yo, these are pretty good. And yeah, I like the I like texture in your mouth, like how it's like a bit bubbly and such. Yeah, I like the way it feels in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like as crazy as I mean, I like the way it feels in my mouth, and I feel like that's half of the journey of eating. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 like you know, sure. people are turned off from certain foods from texture. I yeah. feel like I can also be turned on from some foods because mm. of the texture. Mm-hmm. And I feel like blackberries, the taste is good. Like it's nothing sensational to me, but it's the texture of it in my mouth that I actually enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. Funny. I got yeah. you. 
Okay. I I had tapped you because yeah. we were talking about the oysters, and I was about to tell you that the first time I tried cooked oysters was at the Hamilton. Um, the spot. Yes. Your dad's spot. Well, yes. my spot too. Yes, yes. But um, I, well, I walked past that place and it looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good spot. You should, yeah. you should it go It looked there. like if you're running for mayor, <laughs> selling <laughs> like drugs to the entire city or standing on roofs at night, you, like, you eat there. It's a... It's, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Right. <laughs> what the roof? The, oh, you, oh, because the yeah, niggas on the roofs got yeah. the furs yes. and the grills. Yes. He probably out there. He probably out there. Hey, this nigga listen to his. He is going to lose. He's going to be seeing red. He's going to have that. Uh, he's going to be seeing red. Yeah. Yeah. That was. You know, I hope he's having a good day or whatever. <laughs> have you? Ha, do you enjoy smoothie bowls? Have you been to smoothie bowl places? I have had a couple of smoothie bowls. I feel like I only started having them like last year because I saw people posting about it. Like, listen, food bloggers be influenced for real because I be influenced, okay? And I know people be influenced, but yeah, somebody had this beautiful bowl, like it was like blue, and it had mm. like little star fruit in it, and the mm. fruit was stars, and it was actually called star fruit. Things I hadn't experienced before because yeah. I didn't grow up eating, but yeah, I've had them. I liked them. Even certain things that I wouldn't naturally have, like coconut. I don't like coconuts, but in that bowl, I could see how. The flavors dancing together actually went ahead and made something very beautiful. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I really like that. Dancing and like, even together. Like the granola. Stupid. I'm not a granola person, but I, you know, I feel like this is why you can't really say you're not definitively okay with certain foods or into certain foods or just into a lot of things in general, like even music. You know what I'm saying? Because the fact is, like, there's always going to be that way that it inches into your life. You know what I'm saying? And it's good. But yeah, I love me a good. Uh, a good smoothie bowl. I've had a couple. I, there's a one place I tried. I, I want to say it was even like Hawaiian food. Mm. Like I want to say it was Hawaiian because they had a lot of like interesting ways of spelling things. I feel like it was Hawaiian mm -hmm. and it was the things that were in it. Like even looking at it, I had no idea what I was eating, but it was just the flavors and the way the flavors worked with each other was just really good. Yeah. Have you ever tried to take a spoonful of garlic and eat in it? You would die. Like the don't is disgusting. Yeah. But you put it in some food and you see how aromatic it makes the food. Like a lot of times it's what you combine that makes those ingredients work. Yeah. Because they what's, just would not work alone. What's funny about garlic is a lot of the recipes that I've um that I've followed, you know, trying to cook certain things, they'll always tell you to put the garlic in and when you can start to smell it, that's about the time when you want to start adding those other things in. Yeah. Because the garlic is where it needs to be. Oh, mm -hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. And and what yeah. you were just saying about these things dancing together, right? It I mean, that is that. And what's funny is I'm actually even thinking about human beings. How many times have you said that you you have like disliked a certain characteristic? Mm -hmm. about someone or yeah. what a human being can be and then you've seen that same characteristic in someone else in it work <sighs> probably in me honestly it's it's <laughs> like that's that's how it works it's like okay i didn't like it here yeah. but when you add it with these other characteristics that this person has and they tweak it just this way for some reason i like this person and mm. i like them a lot it's funny you say this literally last night i went out for i actually went to dinner and then i went to drinks with someone else and when I went out, we had like, you know, this strawberry honey. The joint was crazy. Strawberry, strawberry honey. It was a strawberry honey from that Stop Smackin' in D.C. Hen dog. I'm telling you, that joint. I've had, had Hennessy a, margarita. No, that strawberry, that strawberry <laughs> Hennessy. Like, it was really good. Like, you know. Did they add strawberry flavor in it? Or is that just a strawberry like Hennessy something and I've never seen it? No, it's Hennessy with strawberry. Like, and it, you could see the little seeds in it. Like, I, oh, okay. I, it was it was really good. Like, okay. That joint was great. But, you know. I, that particular person, I always tell him, like, you're very bossy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, 
in that capacity in that capacity i like it like for example there was something sometimes i can't remember what it was but like i feel like i'm very much a person of faces you know like sometimes i don't really say much and i'm just like you know the face will say it all Mm -hmm. and he had said something probably and i was making a face and he's like tell me what you're thinking i'm like what like are you okay like can you ask like what are you thinking (laughs) but that's how he was speaking and i feel like it wasn't even in a demeaning way but it was just very much a this Dominant. is what I want from you, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I want from you, way. And I feel like that definitive, like, this is what I need from you, and not necessarily giving me the option of moving a different way. Mm. I was just like, oh, yeah, I kind of like that. Who are you talking What do you feel about if it's like, what if you go on a date with a guy mm-hmm. and he's like, he's going to order your food? I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, oh, well, I like when I, for example, I actually tweeted about this too. Yeah, tell me about this. But thing. there was this one time I was speaking to this woman, and you know, she got married very young, and she was just like, "Yeah, you know, me and my husband, we've been married for this long." And I'm like, "Girl, like, how? You know, me and these guys be together for like a year, two years, and I'll be out here like, when are you gonna leave? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know?" And she's just like, "You know." She told me a few things. One thing she told me was like, um, emotional closeness and physical closeness are very closely related, you know. And I thought about that a bit. And then she also was like, "Give a man." the chance to be a man so he can give you the chance to be a woman. And I pondered on that a bit, you know, and she told me how one thing she does is like when they go out to restaurants, she'll be like, Oh babe, this is what I want. And he'll order it. Why? Because he feels like he's in charge of that table. He feels like he's the head of that table. Y'all in a restaurant. Don't nobody know you. You know what I'm saying? But he feels like he's the head of that table. He feels like he's the one who's making things happen for her. It's literally you saying something that I could have said on my own, but giving him that little inch of like, you take the lead here. Hmm. I'm going to hmm. let you take care of this. You know what I'm saying? Makes him feel good. Literally that weekend, I went out with this one guy. Hmm. and you know, I actually tweeted about it. And I feel like he did it because he saw the tweet. He did follow me on Twitter. So, you know, he ordered the food. And I immediately was like, hmm, I get it now. W- without it. you saying anything? You like know, he was just like, him. oh, she'll have this and she'll have that. No, we're, Thank we're, you, sir. We are talking about the menu. And he's like, what do you want? I'm like, I think I want this. So the waitress comes back, you know, and I, me and my other friends were there. He was just visiting or whatever. And I was like, you know, come meet my friends, whatever. So we were all out at dinner and my friends met him. And um, the waitress comes back and he's like, I'll have X, Y, and Z. And she's going to have this. And they asked, um, I got some type of, I don't, I don't know what I got, some type of steak. And... They were like, oh, how do you want to cook? And he's like, she likes it medium rare. Do you know what I'm saying? He didn't turn back and ask me because I didn't even bring that part up to him. Did that send like a chill through your body? Oh, listen, it sent a chill everywhere. Okay? <laughs> I, was, I was really. Okay, let's listen. Let's listen to this. That. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like since then, I've made it very clear to guys. This is something that now I need. This is now. And it's something small that a guy can do. And I feel like, why wouldn't you do it? Mm. But that is that has become something that I've requested out of guys. Like, you know, like, oh, I want this. Go ahead and order it for me. And sometimes it's like. You know, I'll just say it so calmly, and I feel like the guys that I've said it to have made it happen. And there is something, there's something so small about it, but I really do love it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I do like that bit of dating. I feel like dating, it's just, uh, there's just so many ups and downs with it. And there's just, you never really know what you're getting out of someone. Because I feel like one thing about me, I'm very myself. Everybody's going to get the same Julia, no matter what. You're always going to get the same me. I'm very much myself from the beginning, because if you don't like me, dislike me from day one please you know what i'm saying and if you're gonna fuck with me you're gonna fuck with me for me because i am me all the time every time you know what i mean right so i feel like i i do see that for me it's definitely a journey and it it took a while to get to this point you know what i'm saying but i I took the intentional time of being this person to become this person and 
I do see a lot of like a guy will come off this way and he's really just being macho. He wants to put on this facade. And I feel like for me, even if the person you really are is somebody I would have been attracted to, the fact that you felt the need to fake it will turn me all the way off from you for good. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something that can't go back for me because I'm really looking at it like how often do I have to sit here and keep on peeling back until I find the real you and when will I ever really know? You know right. what I'm saying? I feel like this first time I catch a guy trying to do something to like not impress me but try to manipulate who he really is in order to present himself as a better version to me. It's just a turn off for many reasons. It makes me feel like, A, you're not trustworthy. B, why don't you fuck with yourself enough to be yourself? And C, why do you feel so casual about deceit? Mm. No matter how little it is, that's just how I feel about it. Like, why do you feel like this is such a normal thing to do to deceive me in some way? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just bothersome. Yeah, it's bothersome. yeah, yeah. That's very true. I feel that. That's hilarious, though. This is the, I think this is the, it's not the first time I've seen it definitely seen it plenty of times but it's the first time i've heard someone say it it really does something for me to just have this person just order this food just take the reins Mm -hmm. take the reins in many other ways definitely have heard that million times completely completely acclimated and understanding with that Mm -hmm. but just like ordering my food that's i've this is the first time i've ever heard i love it like i don't know something it really is so small but it makes a difference to me now. Like, in it, this is something that just in November is when I had this talk with a woman. I can remember completely because I remember that time that me and the guy went out was in November, the beginning of November. So it was very recently. Mm. But like, ever since then, if I go out with a guy, I'm sitting here expecting him to put the order in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And like, even if the waiter's there, like, sometimes I feel like they don't know me. They're going to understand. They're going to get over it. You know, and I'll still be like, oh, can you? I want that. Mm. Even with them standing there, because it's just a little bit of me also teaching you how to love me. Do you know what I'm saying? You, Me teaching you how to approach me. Me teaching you how to treat me. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And how to navigate this life with me. And also, it, listen, it's 2022. It's princess treatment only. Do you know what I'm saying? I really don't need to sit here and be roughing it or trying to be this hard girl and strong woman. No. Well, let me speak no. on that, actually. We want soft life. In 2022 and, you know, not trying to be like some hard dude. I find it interesting that we that we're we're being looked at like we need to be we need to be handed this little like this little line. Right. So that we can feel like a man. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you don't do this thing then you have a little bit of that manhood taken away from you and you don't feel quite mm-hmm. like you felt like you should have been. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be very interesting. Not to say that if that's something that you need, mm-hmm. then that shouldn't then then maybe the guy shouldn't be able to facilitate that. Like that should be something that maybe he should be thinking about and want to facilitate for you if you need that. Mm-hmm. But for me or you, Keon, to need to do that in order to feel like you're a real uh, man. I ordered the meal. I feel like, they, <laughs> yeah, like I feel like there's definitely something questionable about your sense of self. Yeah, and the the fact that it can be it can be chipped away at so easily. Mm-hmm. There is also something a little questionable in that. I think of it the opposite way. Like there are certain things that I feel like a man is doing for you and some things he's doing for him. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like me wanting to just give my burdens up to it. And it's not even a big thing, you know what I'm saying? But it's just one less thing that I'm doing and just having you do something for me. It's an act of service type of thing. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? You're just providing me with something that I need at that moment. 
Okay. I need to put this order in. I could go ahead and say these seven words myself, but you doing it just feels good that you've done something for me. Something so small that can be done. You took you know, care of it. it. You took care of it. And you know, there's so many things that women ask for Ben for these days, myself included. I'd be asking for a lot, you know this, but you know, there are also those small things that can just be taken care of so easily. And it's just like, for me, it's not even like the fact that you're doing this because you're the man. You're the man because you're doing something for me. Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You're the man because you've given me something that I wanted. Mm -hmm. It could be a situation of like, dang, you know, this pillow's this pillow's a little too far to the right, maybe. And you're like, oh, you know, let me, let me adjust it for you. It doesn't make you more of a man to actually do it. But I feel like it makes me feel more of a woman that I have this man doing something for me that makes me feel good, that makes me feel attended to. It makes me feel just seen. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? No matter how small it is. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of times we're seeing a lot of this, you know, if he can't buy me this, if he can't do this for me. And, you know, I have my moments. I'm not going to sit here and condemn anybody. But there are also those moments when it's something so small that it can still be appreciated. Like we can still appreciate the little things here. And I feel like that's one of those little things where it's like, it takes nothing from you to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If a guy was really to be like, no, I'm not going to order your food. I'd really at that point look at you like, why is this a problem? Do you know what I'm saying? It's something so little, <laughs> but it's the fact that you're doing it for me, regardless of what it is. And I, I'm really an acts of service type of girl. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You're doing something for me. That's just taking a little bit of a load off. And it's the fact that you're willing to do something anything really regardless of the size to take the load off of me that feels huge was there ever a time where you had a guy that would do that for you in that instance and then came another instance and he decided he was just going to speak up for you and you're just like no 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 like in this instance i speak up for myself and he um, would maybe like oh well, i'm sorry i thought that i speak for you now i haven't had that moment okay i haven't had that moment i feel like i mean again it's something pretty recent and you know even though I be dating and stuff, it really is like the same circle of people, you know, date four with you, date eight with you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. Mm, so, date eight. I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's a little far along. Is it? Or not. I don't know. I feel like for me, you know, again, it's that situation of like, I don't always know, but when I know, I know. And sometimes that lack of feeling definitive about somebody is your answer. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm. And I, I've had those too, where it's like, we're dating, we're going on dates, we're talking all the time. And it's just like, I, I feel nothing like not that there's nothing negative here. There's nothing saying he's a no, but there's nothing saying he's a yes too. you know, yeah. in that, that the fact that I don't feel a pull towards you didn't quite feel that spark. Nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like that was like the guy that I was stringing along really last year. Mm. You know, it, there was nothing wrong about you, but there was just nothing about you that made me feel like, man, I really want this guy to stay in my life. Yeah, you know we just, just going to call him the nigga on the roof <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or fur coat or fur coat. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Let's call him Hamilton. <laughs> Mine's well, but yeah. So I feel like sometimes it's one of those. It really is. Do you have any place that you are excited about going to right now? Any future plans, any future eateries or trips or anything that, or I'm sorry, you just got done off a two week tear. So you just trying to chill right now. You know, I really, you know, what's crazy. I feel like also the creepy guys have ruined that listening chill because I really do want that. Minus the, you know, minus the extra chill, you know, I don't need all the extra chill, but I really do <laughs> sometimes just want to go and lay up and watch Netflix and just cuddle. And I yeah. feel like sometimes guys be so scared. Like, oh my gosh, you know, am I going to push her too far? You're not. Okay. You're not. Um, I really just want to watch this movie. I really just want to, you know, mm. but I feel like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily happen like that. But 
what am I expecting right now for food? I mean, there's so many places that are opening in DC. Um, what is it called? Uncaged Chefs. They have. Heard, I've heard of them. Yeah, so they they have a nice concept. You know what I'm saying? Um, out in Maryland, I think it's in Maryland. Maybe it's in DC. I've been getting confused. I don't know. But Uncaged Chefs, they have great food. Um, I believe it's black owned as well. Like they have great food, is. bomb food. They're opening up Uncaged Mimosas, which is a brunch spot. Yeah, that's oh. coming, I believe, this summer. So I've seen that around. I'm actually really excited for that because I love their their regular concept. I love that. Um, what is the concept? So it's um like they have like, you know, you'd be seeing those plates that people be making, like them chefs, like the home chefs be making those kinds of plates. Oh, yeah. I feel like their concept is that in restaurant form. Okay. That's the best way I could put it. Like they just have very, I want to say very black meals mm. that are just dressed up, very chef-like. You know, they've made the homemade into gourmet, you know what I'm saying? Mm, right. And I love it. And now they have the the brunch concept. And me, listen, one thing about me, I love me a good mimosa. I love champagne. I can dig it. You know what I'm saying? Champagne is it for me. So I really love my mango, mimosas. Mango mimosas. Listen, I had some of those for my birthday too. So like, you know, I, I, I love me some good mimosas. So they have that coming out. I'm actually really excited about that. Um, There's been a lot of other spots that have opened up in DC, like to the point where like, it's coming out so fast that I can't even really get to all of them. You know what I mean? And, it's a good problem to have. Like, That's one thing about DC. They've always they got some some shit closing and some shit opening. Oh, yeah, listen, like, COVID sure shut down a lot of places. A lot of places did not make it through this pandemic, and it's really sad. Like there was actually a Peruvian restaurant that I believe closed on like the twelfth or something, like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They'd been open up for forty one years. Damn, forty one years in DC. Do you know what I'm saying? And the pandemic really got to them and hit them that hard. 41 years. That's Imagine. Mm. You've been through a whole lot of things in 41 years, but who would have thought that something like this would ever happen? You know what I mean? It's shut down so many businesses, taken away the livelihood of so many people. But I do feel like, you know, it's kind of a situation where like, you know, the seeds, you know, may have fallen off the trees, but it's growing something new. You know, mm-hmm. all these places closing down. It's really sad, but it has opened up spaces for new things, things that we'll be able to look back at when we're, you know, 70 and 80 and be like, I remember when that just opened up. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember the first times that place opened up and our, all our good times there in their first and second year. Now they're experiencing their 30th, 40th, you know? So I do look at it that way too, you know, in the sense that although we lost a lot of what was our DC growing up, we have a lot to look forward to for what we can say was our DC when we're completely like at the end here. You know what I mean? So that's always one perspective I try to look at it for. Have you been to L'Oreal Plaza? Oh my gosh. You know what's crazy? The guy from last night was telling me about L'Oreal Plaza. He's actually trying to take me there for my birthday. This is so funny. Hey, boo. But yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he was actually going to take me there. So um, nah, I that's haven't the been spot. there yet. We, me, he, um, he loves it. Me, Earl, Duty, and RJ all went. I mean, I've been there several times before I went Duty being him. the guy you've seen. Yeah, Duty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, me and my girl, we go there all the time. Me, her, her friends. We're like, we love that place. The frozen margaritas. <laughs> I like that, <laughs> but I um I introduced these guys to it too, and I think they enjoyed themselves. I'm excited. You should definitely go there. I think we're. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we actually set a date. Me, I'll be forgetting stuff. But you know, <laughs> but he did bring that up last night too. So hopefully, we go there pretty soon. I am excited go. to go there. I'm hey, excited. Hey, she said, "Listen, hey. listen, listen." I already called her. She said we may have set a date, but I'd be hey. forgetting. I know Look. you better call for a confirmation, yeah, and not just show <laughs> exactly. up. I know that you better That's make it happen. Exactly. <laughs> make it happen. You really want to go. All right, I, I think that. we should. We should. Ask ask one more question before we wrap this up would you like to ask her a question julia please tell us mm-hmm. what is on the forefront of your mind these days 
honestly like just a lot of peace. You know, I don't got any hmm. tats, but the one tat I really want is um, one that says protect your peace. Okay. I feel like that really has been a big part of who I am today. Like just knowing that a lot of what you put out does come back to you. That and how you navigate things comes back to you. I feel like sometimes people are having a terrible day and can come at you crazy. And it feels natural to come right back at them the same way. When in reality, you could match their anger with peace. And you've actually just manifested that into the world a little bit. And later on, you'll see how much that manifests in you. I would definitely say we are, there's so much going on. Yes. There's a lot, of, a lot of turmoil out there these days. Listen, like there's literal wars happening at this moment. Yes. Like it's, it's, it's crazy in this world. Like I would say to protect your peace and do your part in actually cultivating more. That's at the forefront of my mind at all times. I feel like however I move these days, I feel like I want everybody who comes in contact with me to be like, she was really full of peace. Like she was really full of God's love. Like she was really full of love of herself and for the world in that sense. So peace is there. I like it. Thank you. I like it. Those can also uh, serve as last words. Would you like to make those your your last words? Any last words? I would say protect your peace. Yeah, that was really good. Go ahead, Keon. Um, I went to the MVA today, which is the Maryland's version of the DMV. Oh. It hasn't changed much. <laughs> um, there's a lot of turmoil in there as well. Yep. Uh, you know, you you go in there. Um, I'm, and the reason I was there is I'm, I'm trying to become a Maryland nigga and trying to get my, my, my oh license my and all that stuff transferred over. But um, babies crying. Mm. People are super impatient. Yeah. The people that work there are over it. They like when we even when I got my name called, you know, the dude is just really like, hey, come, all right, what you got? All right, okay. All right. So you don't got this. All yeah. right, you you got to send it to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And what you doing here then? <laughs> right. <laughs> wasting my fucking time. But I just want to remind you guys that even in situations like that, just continue to find patience yeah. because you need it. You really do. It is is very much a virtue. Yeah. So continue to find patience. I love that. Yeah, it's an important thing to do. Um, I would say kind of on the back of hers because she sort of spoke about some sort of karmic exchange in a sense. But it's, you know, do the things, make make the decisions that feed the best parts of you that propagate more growth. Um, You know, sometimes people ask me how my day is going or something like that. I'm like, man, you know, it's going fucking awesome. Like, you know what my life is like, what do you you know what it is? And I just I just want people to know that it's not that way by chance. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's not how people that's not how people's lives are put together, really. Yeah. You have to make the conscious decisions to have an awesome life. Mm -hmm. Like if you get up and you just you're eating trash all day. You're going to feel like trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you decide you don't want to take care of your body because you don't want to eat well, you don't want to, you know, find a, a beautiful, tasty way of cooking zoodles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or going to the gym or exercising in any capacity, really, or trying to nourish your mind with insightful, fruitful things. You you have to understand, like, what it is you're doing. You can't be upset about the progress that didn't come to you from the work that you didn't put in. Yeah. You can't be upset. You can't be upset at that yeah. unless you're just going to be upset with yourself. In that case, that's okay. Right. So just, just make the right decisions. Um, I would say 
more often than not, maybe, you know, we don't always know the logistics of the situations well enough to to make to make logical decisions all the time. That's a lot of people's issue. They they tell me is that I don't like what if I just don't know in that moment? Like I haven't saw I haven't I, haven't, I didn't have the time to process these things or think mm-hmm. this through. I asked you about intuition earlier. If if you don't know and you haven't thought things through, you haven't had time to process things, or maybe it's the support that you needed to try to process things or the mental faculties, we were at least given intuition at the yeah. end of the day. So when you have that gut-wrenching feeling about stuff and, and you're like, this is wrong, mm-hmm. I should walk away from this, mm-hmm. then walk away. Just yeah. walk away. If you have that feeling of butterflies and it's like, there's something very right about this, then do it. Those are my last words. All right. Episode 107. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. This was was fun. This This was was really good. This was great.